Attention, attention, my black brothers. What I want y'all to do right now is take out the do-rag. The silky ties down. I want to see the waves glistening. If you got nappy hair, pick it. Don't let nobody discourage you. Ariel. Hello, y'all. So I have a trivia, not trivia. Let's do a name those lyrics for us when we get started. This is very new. This is very, you know, random, but I wanted to do this. So I'm going to give y'all some lyrics uh, to an R&B song. I'm going to give you that by a female artist. They are of a recent generation, of a recent generation. And I want y'all to guess who it is um, and things of that nature. Y'all ready? Mm Mm-hmm. So the lyrics are, I try to cover up what I feel inside. You hurt me so deep and I. I have, the, I have more if y'all need it too. Yes, we do. Okay. I, got the, I vaguely have the melody. You know, life is too short to be blocking your blessings like that, to be blocking potential blessings. Like, yeah, you may never get married again. You may never oh, oh, find oh, oh, oh. Oh <laughs> the love. Ari Lennox. <laughs> Sorry. What um, that's song? That's my shit. It's um, FaceTime. No. Is it FaceTime? No. I've been. I, I felt like I knew what it was when it said, it's I don't been. be cutting up your blessings. Damn. Ladies and gentlemen, in between, we have an ad. We have a winner. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I wanted to try that, but I wanted to try something new. It was so what? interesting hearing that outside of the melody. I was like, I, I vaguely know that. I was not trying to sing the melody, so I was like, literally like, stop it. Stop no, that's what it. you're supposed to do, so that was good, because I was almost <laughs> Oh my God. What is up, everybody? It is your boy, Lord Devry. And I'm Derwin King. And welcome back to another episode of That Black Boy Joy, where we create a space where black boys can be themselves. And so much more. You see, I got it right this time, Dad. Yeah, you did. And I was, I was waiting on it. I was going to judge your ass if you didn't. I really was. Y'all, we have a guest in the building with us today. If y'all have not heard his voice, we have Terry Bright up in here with us. Woo! So just just to give you all a little bit of um, information about him, and then he'll, of course, later on give us more. Um, Terry Bright is a singer slash songwriter from Pensacola. Is that how you pronounce it? Is it Pensacola? That is, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Pensacola. Pensacola, Florida. He cites uh, Don Richard. Let's say Richard. You all say Richard. It's Richard. It's Richard. (laughs) And Frank Ocean as his music inspirations. He currently has two projects out um, on all streaming platforms. Um, One, the most recent is Relationships Aren't Everything. And his first one was Owls. So first of all, thank you for being in here with us. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) (laughs) So you, he actually was um, a little bit at the end of our episode we did a while back with Drew and uh we definitely was like we want to have him on and things like that so I don't know if everybody saw that part of it but I, I think know. we about to stop by the time uh you popped up I, think I know we, I think we heard Surprise. you towards the end but we didn't see you until we had like signed off <laughs> so, yeah this is long waited <laughs> so how are you doing what's up what you doing what's good I'm good. I'm excited to be here with Black Boy Joy. That Black Boy Joy. I'm so happy. Yes, yes. yes. So good to be here and to be appreciated. 
Yes. <laughs> so it's, so it's going to be a fun episode. We're going to talk about all things your artistry. Get a little, to, get a, get to know you a little bit more, and let the listeners know who you are. Um, hopefully, get you some new subscribers, followers, and fans, and things of that nature. That's what we're here for. We want to support right. our black boys. We want to do that. So, what's up? What's up? So, yeah. to, st- <laughs> to start us off, we always ask our guests this question, and it is simply, "What um, is Black Boy Joy? What does Black Boy Joy mean to you?" And then another question is, "What brought you joy?" today um black boy joy to me is black excellence um it is um rawness um authentic y'all i'm country y'all authenticity there we go thank you i'm trying to be all professional listen be comfortable Uh, be comfortable i have a twang (laughs) (laughs) so you know it's 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 just that it's it's really um it's just that raw like expression like smiling having a great time a person that is like humbled and and, and a great person to be around and have good energy um a person a black boy joy is just um that to me i feel like black boy joy is like ghetto i love it (laughs) i do i I, I was trying to i was trying to put it all together but it was like how can i really explain this i love i'm from florida so i know a lot of people say florida's crazy but to me, grills and and dreads and hair and culture and all that rawness. If Florida's so raw, we get down, we buck. We you see how the city girls are. You see how Tisha Payne is. Yes, you see Lord, how Trina is. You see Salsa Santana, who's from the A five O, which is Tallahassee, but still A five O. I'm from A five O as well. But um, it's just it's a lot. Um, one of my friends. Um. My home, my hometown friend I grew up with, Delon Bernstein, who is from Pensacola, played in Pose, um, Black Boy Joy. Um, mm. That is that is that, but he's trying to be all professional too, be low key ghetto, but you know, that's what we gotta so you do. Gonna, so, so you gonna out him? You gonna out him like that? A little bit, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> but you know that that's what I like. I think sometimes um, Salon is one of my biggest inspirations, and she ghetto as hell, and she I is. feel like. I, you know, and I feel like that's what Black Boy Joy is. It's that thing that people try to make it seem like, oh, you need to clean it up a little bit. But it's like, no, it's a lot of what a lot of people want. They want that rawness. They want that toughness. They want that swag. They want that twang. But it's just that we have it. It's that Black Boy Joy. That's what I think Black Boy Joy is. And um, what brought me joy today is this interview. I was so excited to be here. Uh, I'm very excited to talk to you guys, learn something about you guys. I know it's my interview, but I'm going to, you know, my introduction to y'all and y'all platforms. I'm very excited to be here. I got my whole setup. I never had no setup. I got a setup for y'all. Yes, so. Lord, honey. <laughs> I'm already, I'm already here for this episode. First, but you're the first person to say like ghetto as like Black Boy Joy, which I live. I love it. <laughs> that is my persona. When I walk into places, I am very much ratchet, ghetto, like all of the above like so i appreciate that when i walk in i'm a hood rat first thing yeah second thing professional <laughs> so what's the theme music when you walk up in a room in your head like what is that when you i have i have um i'm not bitch right now that i walk in like i'm not bitch yes come on familiar yeah <laughs> it was what about you Mine is always freakum dress. See, the thing about me is I'm not necessarily ghetto. I happen to be a bird. That I am. But I'm also exceptionally bougie. Mm, okay. I get that a lot, at least. And it's, I get a little hood from you. I feel like you'll cut somebody. Oh God, really? Me? No, I yes, wouldn't cut. I well, I have cut someone, but that was on accident. <laughs> 
But no, yeah, that's right. I wouldn't. That's not me. You know, he's very, like, he's very outspoken. He's outspoken. Get the fuck that's back. one thing. I will say what the fuck I gotta say. Now that is the truth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he will say it, but he definitely. I'll. Yeah, I'm the one. I will. I will swing first. Ask questions later. But you know, I don't want to throw you under the bus. But you know, Black Boy Joy, like I told you today, earlier off off air, I saw the Bankhead Bounce gift of you. So I'm like, right. that's a little. That's a little. That's a little. <laughs> I'm a clown. That's what that is. What you're seeing when you see those gifts is the fact that I'm a full performer. I really will put on a show. Now that the tongue is- without it was like, <laughs> yeah, that's a little ghetto. I don't you know. I don't know. And that was actually me dancing to a um a Gucci Mane song. I was that video was actually about me loving Gucci Mane because he had just gotten out of prison. So there you go. <laughs> Come on. So my gift now. <laughs> <laughs> Also, y'all, I just heard a song today, but I think it's Didi, Jesus Christ, what is the name of this song? I think like DDM called Stop My Bag. I've like, have y'all heard of that before? Like, if y'all have not, please stream that, listen Put to it. It is, running. it's called Stop That Bag, y'all. Let me see, first of all, let me see if I can play that right now. Are first of all, Devin, no, okay, never mind. That's, we probably can't stream it too long. Devin, go into the spotlight for me. <laughs> I'm very excited to share today's Black Boy Joy Spotlight with you guys. It goes out to Mr. Danny Blue Jr. He is an author and the host and producer of Living Single with Dan and Danny, as well as Trillionaires. Both are available on Spotify. He recently wrote a children's book called Jalen, the Joyous Black Boy, about a black boy named Jalen who makes the world a better place by being kind and helping others. The book was released on December 4th, and you can actually find it on ForUsPublishing.com. And I also wanted to shout out for us publishing.com because, um, and for us publishing, uh, because they're an independent publisher and their website says dedicated to bringing positive and influential stories by authors of color to life. So shout out to both of those. We got, we hit two birds with one stone today. We did. Yes, yeah, two for one special, honey. DDM. <laughs> 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 Oh my god! <laughs> I had to make sure I knew what the song was called. It Shout was... out to you, Danny Blue Jr. By the way, much love to you, honey. Yes, and we're gonna go right into our hot topics. First of all, Keisha Cole or Shanti? Keisha Cole. Shanti. Keisha Cole should have cheated. I have to say Shanti by precedence because I spent a a number of my younghood childhood years standing her. Like I had. Every CD from um, her first one, chapter one, uh, Ashanti, all the way down to Concrete Rose. I fell off after Concrete Rose because Beyonce came in with Deja Vu and a bitch was just like, all right, well, here I am. She killed the girls. Remember that performance that she did that was like kind of close to Beyonce's? Who? Ashanti. Come on, she was on the floor. I was say, I was thinking of the scoot one. I think, this? Was, I think it was the song, ooh. I can't get away from it. You. It was like raining. That's on concrete it was like, it's only you can make me feel. Oh the intro to that is really good. <laughs> no, that album is really, really good. My, I had a, I had a best friend. She was a little As, white girl in fifth grade, and she bought that CD for me. She knew that I loved Ashanti and bought me that CD. So Terry, I just think I, Ashanti's good on paper. And most disrespect. I think she's good on paper. I give it to give Ashanti. If this ever shows up like a Twitter Twitter feed, <laughs> I am not <laughs> coming for you, Black Boy Joy. Don't edit me. That make me sound shady. 
listen, I think Ashanti's good on paper um, as far as what she's done for the culture, her history, writing music, writing music for other artists, background vocaling um, songs. Like, she, for, for example, her background vocals on the Super Bowl because J-Lo. Um, and I feel like Keisha Cole has more cultural feeling type of songs. Like, I remember when she was on One of the Park. I remember when she was a host. I mean, when she, when she, when they just randomly let her sing love for the first time, we was clowning her going, ah, we was like, I love that. But I, like I said, that's why I feel like Black Boy Joy is like ghetto. It's just something that you rawly just have and people just, you know what I'm saying? As long as it's not like fighting ghetto, then we straight. But I think yeah. Kisha Cole is, when verses come up, after rain on me and foolish, we're going to be, Keisha. We're going to be Keisha. <laughs> We're going to be and I'm and I'm I should let song. you yeah. go. She had hella uh, songs with uh, um, Murder, Inc. Like the songs that she that people were featured on were really good for her. I will say that I mean, Keisha Cole really does have a lot of um, great songs, but they did they pulled up yeah. charts uh, today and I didn't realize that Ashanti had no, more number ones than her. Just did not know that. Good on paper. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Next thing, y'all. So Ohio and specifically a club in Columbus, Ohio, uh, yeah. got cited in Columbus, Ohio, got cited for a COVID violation after 500 people um, attended an indoor Trey Songs concert, y'all. So would y'all risk y'all, y'all health for a Trey Songs concert? No. Who? Nowhere. <laughs> Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> song. Don't try to be. So I'm from Ohio. So oh, okay. <laughs> You're a shady friend. You. That's all. I was like he tried it. Mm-hmm. Not Columbus, Georgia. Is it Columbus, Georgia? Is that another one? Yeah. Well, I think they do have a. Yeah, they. Yeah, they do have a Columbus, Georgia. Yeah, Columbus, Ohio. So, what are y'all thoughts about that? Uh, I'm okay. I'm not gonna share no more. So go ahead, Terry. No, friend, go on like the shade. <laughs> I'm just not surprised. <laughs> Ohio has done a number of dumbass shit this year. Like, so I, I just, I really, I'm not surprised. And also, I'm pretty certain that, didn't you tell me last week that y'all are on, excuse me, I shouldn't say mm-hmm. yeah, that, no, yeah. that Ohio is in purple? Yeah. We are, that, we are. What's now, purple? Now you see why. So they have a map of what color every state is uh, in terms of COVID. So at some point, everyone was like yellow, orangish. Yellow was like, um, you need to keep a lookout. Orange was like, all right, y'all need to chill the fuck out. Red is like, well, goddamn, ain't no stopping it now. And then purple. So what's no, no, purple? No, purple is goddamn, ain't no stopping it now. Red is, y'all really need to sit the fuck down. That's what that one is. Okay, well, I'm currently in Atlanta, and Atlanta's in the green. No way, Who? Girl. Yeah, it was on the news a week. Look it up, friend. And that, but that's funny because everybody was like, "Oh, Georgia, 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 Georgia." But we are so in the green. Oh my god! So we we not even shut down Atlanta's fully open because we're we're in the green. We good. Okay. I, I I can because I still see people turning up. <laughs> so I'm over like. Oh yeah, I, I think I think the I think the perception is like. What the fuck? We're in the pandemic, but we're in the green. We're good. Like everyone is masking up. Everyone is set. We didn't quarantine. We didn't did everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know if everybody just got it and then they got it and they're in the green now. <laughs> but I don't know. 
We're in the green. All oh, I know Lord. is I was I was equally as surprised as y'all. Um, but to answer the question, I would not go to a Trey Song concert. I used to love Trey Songs growing up, and then eventually I just fell into a different realm of music. Um, but I wouldn't risk COVID nineteen for Trey Songs. Oh man, he was actually my first concert of all time. And I was really excited about it, but I was thirteen, so you know that was thirteen years ago. And here we are. I did love I did love him before the um, Kiki Palmer situation. I did because I can't wait for No, that was what it was. I think I need a girl was my like uh, song before I came out. It was literally I need a girl. Yes, it was. It was. Was that Trey Song? I need a girl. Girl, yeah, I like say I I like that song. I like that song with Nicki Minaj. Um, I like that song. And then um, just gotta make it. Oh, and the neighbors that ready was the best album to me. I want to. I want y'all to know that how much of a bird I am. I loved Ready. It was absolutely my favorite album of his. Next to I pa- think Passion it's time to Pleasure. take a trip and to Jupiter Love. <laughs> yeah, he's amazing. I don't think you. It was my text signature for oh, years. Jupiter Love. I next to Jupiter Love with word? an A and a L U V. Wait, did he write that? He no, did. Oh wait, no. what? Elijah Blake. Elijah Blake from Florida wrote that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, great artist. Y'all need to listen to him as well. My Speaking buddy. of COVID as well, you all, um, the vaccine has been like administered in Europe. I mean, in Britain this past week, and I'm just like, y'all thoughts about that? I'm ready to turn into a mutant. I don't know about y'all, but I'm ready yeah. to turn into a three eyed troll just to get. The, I'm ready. How y'all yeah. feel about the vaccine? <laughs> Go ahead, friend. I saw um, a cute little clip of this old-ass man, old-ass white man in the UK. He was, like, one of the first people in the world to get it. And he was just so nonchalant about it. He was just like, yeah, I went and got it. I almost didn't feel anything until they took it out. They gave me this little card. Nothing special. And they were like, well, what are you going to do now? He said, well, I'm really excited to see my grandchildren. I'm going to give them a hug. And I was just like, don't hug me. Right. I, I seen on Twitter there was like a thing about like there was like um um the a placebo group and then also the group that had the vaccine and it was something like people's like lips was like four people in a group their lips was like I don't know how to explain it they were like this I was like I don't know if it's true Twitter I know Twitter is black don't niggas be lying I don't know what the fear around vaccines is no don't get me wrong. Tuskegee really was a thing. Like, and I, I totally understand black people's hesitation to being the first people to take a vaccine. But I mean, just let the white people do it first and then, you know, see what happens. I personally am not afraid of any vaccine. I get the flu shot every year. If they make the COVID vaccine available to, available to me, I'm probably going to take it. Anyway, so... <laughs> I don't do vaccines, y'all. I don't know why. I'm very. I feel like they're putting. I know they put the 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 like thing in you, the virus in you, to like fight it, which is so weird to me. When they give you the swine flu, like I don't get that. I don't get vaccinations. I I really don't get it. I don't. I don't. I I, maybe when I was younger, certain certain things I might have couldn't avoid um, that I needed. And I know college, they make you get certain shots before you go to like college and school. HPV. Some things you cannot avoid, um, but um, like things like the swine flu and all the flu shot, 
I've never had those. Um, I would never get those. Um, the coronavirus, I have never had it. Praise God, a whole year, and I have not coughed, sneezed, bleed, corona. I, I have not been one of the friends like, hey friends. I have, yeah, knock on wood, Jesus Christ, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> because this is what I do. Like I am literally, this is the treehouse. I'm the owl in this treehouse. I stay in this location. Like I stay okay. here. I do not go nowhere. Um, even though Atlanta's in the green and my friends are on the go majority of the time. I, I got to tell you, my friend, I'm looking at the little map, and the only state in green it looks like is Alaska. Y'all right up there with us in red. No. I'm looking right no. at it. I was, I, was on, I was watching the news two weeks ago, and they showed Georgia or Atlanta. I don't know if it was just our Atlanta location Probably. were green. So <laughs> I live in Atlanta. We are in the green. Okay. You said Two period. Go. Like, if we was in the red, the, this window wouldn't be open. I would have some some piece of paper towel under my door. Like I wouldn't go to the gym. I wouldn't do anything if we was in the red. And if we was in the red, we would if we would be shut down like Los Angeles shut down. Okay. We would not be open. Oh well, yeah, you know they are. DC's um going to be clo- well. They're closing. Um, I think it's outdoor dining. Virginia just made it that twelve to five. No one can be out. There's a curfew from twelve to five, which is. So that's fine to me. I don't understand why that would be an issue. Also, shout out to the Jaguar hat from Victoria Monet's like merch. Super sonic. sonic super oh, super shout super out to the pregnancy. Black. Yes. Shout out to the baby. Yeah, when y'all stay hurt, when you say an artist thing like that, it's like you can breathe. I felt like my sinus is just like Victoria Monet is amazing. Oh, Lord, I oh my the god! Installment of Jaguar. I'm so excited. It's, it's coming, y'all. It's coming. Oh, um, Real Housewives uh, season 13 premiered this week, y'all, and then also Potomac season, the like end of the series, not series, the season before the finale. And it, what were y'all thoughts if y'all watched Potomac and Housewives? Do you watch that, Terry? Okay, I live in Atlanta, so uh, (laughs) I don't watch the Potomac. Um, I'm not familiar with Housewives. Probably not gonna watch it because Nene's not on there. But um, I saw the. um, I wanted to see how Portia handled her moment, and I'm very proud of Portia. Um, I heard she said, "Yeah, I watched." I, I. I watched. I watched. I watched the first episode. I'm not really I, as much as I'm an Aquarius, and my Aquarius, the only Aquarius I probably don't like is Kenya Moore. Um, even though you know she she's a true Aquarius. You know, Aquarius are very innovative, very humanitarian, like out there front runners. And I think that she as a is a Miss USA or Miss Universe. I don't know which one it is, but God bless her. USA, don't get that wrong, honey. She'll come for you. Um, but I think that she represents Aquarians very well as far as like who she is as a person. But like I just don't like her. I think she's a very troublesome woman that needs therapy. She is troublesome. She's accurate about her. Uh, yes, she is. Portia. I didn't get a chance <laughs> to see it. I I didn't get a chance to watch um, Atlanta yet. I've been very busy. Something was going, oh, I had a table read on Sunday, so I missed it. Oh, my girl's And then busy. I need to go to sleep. Um, so I haven't had a chance to look at it yet. However, it is on 
my plans for this weekend. Um, and then Potomac was hilarious. So, mm-hmm. you know, Potomac is around the corner from us, um, Terry. So yeah. <laughs> naturally we have, uh, I enjoy watching it because they're always at places we frequent. So I'm like, oh, we've been there. Whatever. Summer house. Yeah, yep. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my okay. God, I'm such a mess. Michael was all up and through Juan. I mean, he just, he's obviously in love with him. I don't know what Mike, I, Michael stopped trying. Like he doesn't even hide the fact that he wants to suck Juan's dick. Like that is just evident. He does not. I'm Y'all, I'm going back to Housewives. I'm, I'm here for Portia X. I'm here for Portia Luther King. I'm here for Portia, like the like revolutionary trailblazer. She has grown from her comments about who's driving the train. <laughs> <laughs> to 265 days a year to her tagline is literally the best tagline of like all housewives if y'all have not heard it y'all need to check it out i love it amazing <laughs> and then last but not least what's up so on one hand i am very proud of Portia. <laughs> excited to see how she goes through this process on the other hand, I'm never going to trust anything that happens on television. And I'm, I, there obviously is a degree of that, that it was like, this is a good storyline. And that isn't to take away from the part of that experience that is genuine, but it is absolutely influenced by the fact that that is easily a storyline for her now. Yeah. Child. My girl out here getting arrested. My girl out here getting prison time. And then, Sorry, like, she's Andy. a TV star. And then, like it gonna matter. She's been arrested for worse. She has. She's done worse. I feel like the whole scandal yeah, of like, Kenya. oh, yeah. she had to whip her. <laughs> she had to turn herself in. So I'm telling you, she's got a mugshot already. I'm sure it didn't matter. I'm not saying that her contributions are like meaningless, but I am saying she does not know real. Next case. So Wendy. <laughs> Last but not least, Wendy, Wendy Williams dropped her trailer for her movie. Almost called her Wendell. I know I didn't. He did almost call her Wendell. You said Wendell. That, you did. You almost yeah. called her Wendell. That means you've been calling her that for a long time. Let me tell you something that we that we te- that we Southern to say. Like my mama always be like, um, don't act like you ain't been cussing. Because if you slip up and say a cuss word, I mean you've been cussing out there. I mean you've been calling her Wendell for a while. Said it occasionally. See, I love it though. You see that black boy joy? That's that ghetto in you. Yeah. I try to be PC. Let it shine. <laughs> Let it shine. <laughs> go ahead and call him Wendell Yarding Day to go ahead and. So, Wendell Williams. <laughs> movie. <laughs> movie. Okay. God bless. I mean, the trailer she dropped y'all. What were your thoughts? What were your thoughts about? The I'm, I'm excited. I love it. I, I I I actually love Wendy Williams. I would love to be Wendy Williams. I would love to be on your show. I think people who go on Wendy Williams is like, see, I'm from Florida, so Kaya to me is like mm-hmm. the ghetto mm-hmm. Wendy Williams. And for Kaya to read you or to give you to, for you to be on that docket, it it is a it is a compliment. She does it to everybody. She's going to talk about everybody. Jesus Christ himself. She's going to da-da-da. But if your name come out her mouth, I wish Kylie had just drag me. Call me all types of whatever, you know? But I just think it's such a huge compliment. That. Yeah. That's, what, that's like the acknowledge, it's the acknowledgement for me. <laughs> you can say all tight so. Y'all don't got no um, thoughts? I, oh. I, I, thought I, was I know she's always... 
she loves Lifetime. I know that she's always wanted a film, so I'm happy that she got it. I'm going to watch it because I know it's going to be a mess, and that's just that. It's going to be good. Because you know it's Wendy Williams. She she likes good drama. She likes good drama TV. So she's going to make sure they get the raw, and then we get to learn about what really happened between her and her husband. Um, what was her yeah. thoughts? What was all that? It's going to be a really good. It's going to be really, really good, y'all. I promise. I think I think it's going to be good. It's going to be really, really good. I think it is. I think it it's is. It's going to be better I'll than Salt and Pepper. I didn't watch no, that. Sure. It ain't came out yet. Oh. <laughs> I thought I missed it. <laughs> wow, friend. It's like a hit or miss. Like, I know TLC was like, I think their best one. And then I think the Whitney mm-hmm. one with like Yaya was as the Whitney Houston. Actually, that wasn't terrible. Watch it. Yeah. I loved Tony Braxton's. That was a good one. Tony yeah. Braxton's was probably top tier. Yeah, most definitely. Yep. yep. Tamar, whoever played Tamar was dead on. And the Clark sisters. Oof. I, I watched the uh, I forgot about the Clark sisters. That was a good Ooh. song that for a while. There is a bomb in Gilead. There is wow. <laughs> oh my God. Can we just say um, the disrespect on the Leah one? Yeah. So we're about to get into the interview with you, um, Terry's. <laughs> Let's get to the meat and potatoes, honey. Oh, First of all, that's, this is a great segue because we're going to talk about why we're here. Yes. <laughs> if, okay, I'm just I'm gonna let you have your words about Ashanti. I mean, Aaliyah's. <laughs> um, no, I, I don't have anything about it. I thought it was very disrespectful for somebody, um, one of somebody I admired. I see people like Selena get her flowers, and I see all these other people get their flowers or their of their legacy, and it's another generation that, that didn't get to really grow up listening to Aaliyah's music, they have to watch that as a sense of diary for into her life, which is not really what we experienced. So. Yeah. I'm like. I have no, yeah. I don't think they should try again. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, and the actor, I was mad with her. When I saw her in X-Men, I was mean mugging the fuck out of her, like. Mm-hmm. She was in Drumline too, too, y'all. Yeah, I was. I didn't watch it because she was in it. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. You said canceled her. <laughs> yeah, for a little bit, but you know, until right, mm. beautiful gowns. Well, we are going to get right into the reason we are here: the meat and potatoes, <laughs> the conversation of the day, Yummy. y'all. We have Terry Bright in the build. Okay, I'm a singer songwriter as well. So okay. you know, I had to hit that note. Don't I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Don't put me on the spot. Don't put me on the spot. Hit it again. Terry, tell us a little oh. bit about you. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello, my name is Terry Bright. I'm a singer, songwriter, actor from Pensacola, Florida. Um, slash Houston, Texas, because I graduated from Texas Southern University. Um, and Houston is my second home. It's, it's definitely where the owl, I feel like, was created in me mm-hmm. as an artist, because a lot of my experiences happened while I was in Texas. A lot of my first time experiences happened while I was in Texas. So Texas is my core of who I am. Um, but Florida is my DNA and um, everything about me is Pensacola. Everything about me is Florida. Very athletic, very competitive, very strong will, very driven. 
um, all that is definitely is the Florida in me. But um, um, I'm the singer songwriter, and I'm here. And yeah, actor, that's my life. We are the party. And actor, and actor, we, we are. You see, homework. I got you. You know, yeah, it's the <laughs> homework. <laughs> how did you? So, how did you first of all get into music? How? What was that for you? Okay, so for me personally, um, I, I'm from the South. My grandfather was a pastor. Um, so he had two churches, one in Pensacola, one in Panama City. And um, we had to travel. And I went, I tell people all the time, I went to, when I watched the Clark Sisters, I was like, whoa, <laughs> I see a mirror. And we went to church Monday through Monday. I can tell y'all everything from each day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And we had two service on Sunday. Yes, so let it be. Um, my I will never forget what my cousin said. She'd rather go to hell because we go to church so much. Oh, and oh. <laughs> how did you it, respond? It was the, what, what, no, my granddad got out and <laughs> beat the devil out of her. But that's what it was. Like we went to church so much, we couldn't eat Lucky Charms because luck was of the devil. We couldn't watch Winnie the Pooh. We couldn't Not Winnie the eat, Pooh. It was naked. Ain't ain't no bad that talk. That's demonic. You know everything is demonic. <laughs> okay. Everything's I, demonic. Harry Potter was off the. It, that wasn't even. Oh, Harry Potter, list. Pokemon card. The Pokemon. Witchcraft. No, witchcraft. Pokemon. We couldn't watch nothing but um, um my. I was raised by my aunt, um who adopted me, um because I'm adopted. Um mm-hmm. um she raised me and I was living with her, so it wasn't as so Christian based like we couldn't do certain things she gave us leeway to do stuff but my grandfather like you know it was very much that so I started singing in church um and then I had the Justin Bieber usher moment when my voice changed mm-hmm. and I got very self-conscious and I didn't want to sing no more so I was like I know I gotta find a way to <laughs> sing so I start writing songs so that I can sing mm-hmm. so that's how I started becoming feeling my my songwriting at a young age and then that's how I contributed to the both um I did a lot of YouTube covers growing up I went please I'm going to say this but please don't go and search I you can see me on YouTube from when I was 14 up to now um so I'm a millennial that was doing YouTube and YouTube covers like like real core it's like 14 15 it would tell you like 14 years ago 12 years ago so i the comments were with me because you know i'm like i'm trying to sing and it wasn't working and there was a lot of industry my industry friends um that just always say terry's so cute you should just stay doing acting and make these funny youtube videos yeah when sierra said that when i'll never forget when i watched it and also sierra's one of my huge influence when i heard sierra tell the interview when people told her she should just model, I was like, everybody gets that 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 somebody always trying to tell I'm you. Trying to put how, them in the box. Yeah, like you should okay. do this. Like you Ooh, you have that. such you have such a great look. You're such a funny person. You should just act, Terry. That's your thing. And from everybody, y'all, I'm I'm cool with a uh, 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 with a lot of influential people. Me and Colin Carter was basically grew up not together, but internet internet age of like being friends. We've been knowing each other since mm-hmm. we was 14 years old and we grew this really cool relationship. And it's like a lot of them, you know, a lot of them always like, you know what? But then it's funny, it's like a lot of people um, switched because then it was like, wait, you can, 
boy what happened like oh (laughs) i'm so i'm so surprised about that because i didn't that's not what i heard (laughs) yeah it it, you you will be surprised about there's a lot of people not saying colin let me clear colin never did said that but you know he was a type of person that would say focus on this type of thing and t- like that, but I didn't want to mention nobody else. I know Colin is all love, so I I know I could just mm-hmm. name a person. But um, a lot of people, are Grammy award winning artists, um, engineers, people I was very influential by, very excited to meet at a young age, and they were like, you know, what? it's good, it's straight, you know, you look like a model, you should, you know, maybe act and be funny, and that's what your thing is here. You have personality. And that's what you should do. So I, I started, um, that's how I started. It took a while for me. That's why I only have two projects out. I took the time to groom myself, but I wasn't ready. I thought Chris Brown stole my life at 16 and I was so upset, <laughs> bad boy. But, <laughs> but said, you know, I wanted to run it. <laughs> I, I, want, to run I it. did. I woke up one day and was like, that motherfucking stole my video. Um, <laughs> and my high school talent show actually won doing Chris Brown's Run It because I was, you know, and that's when they all started. But um, I I was, I just wanted to be determined to make me, but not thinking about it, that's why I call myself the owl because everything get, get better with time. Everything, you, don't, you know, you don't really understand things now, but you get it by and by. Like the wise old owl is it's very seasoned very good very rich you know so that's where the whole owl thing came from so that's why i'm not thinking about it i don't regret what they said you know but or or or, or even upset about them saying the things that they said i just think that i was not ready at 16 and 15 and 17 Mm -hmm. and i think a lot of people um, a lot of people just get so butthurt, like they said that one don't be men that look at me there. Like, no, I wasn't ready. I wasn't yeah. ready, but no need to tell me to go look cute. Yeah, shut up. True. Don't box me. Did did you <laughs> did your family oh. Yeah, no, go. A side note, you really are a southern country with the by and by. That literally was like, you won't get it, but you'll understand by and by. By and by. Okay. Did you like growing up in a, fam- a family in a church, growing up in a church and things like that, when you started to make R&B music, how did, how, what was the reception? What was the receptiveness of that um, with your family? Oh, yeah. Ooh, great question. question. Um, uh, great, great question. Um, they did not believe it. I opened up for Maya in 2019, February 1st, 2019. And I actually got booked in my hometown. And I haven't lived in Pensacola since 2008. So mm. I, I ain't went back. I didn't want to go back. Mm. Um, and so I went there. And the first thing my family was like, Maya? Before I got baptized, I was listening to Maya. So mm-hmm. it changed. It changed. It it changed dramatically, you know, because they were like, "Whoa, okay, we seen you out here singing and ripping and running and running these streets." But Maya is something that somebody, you know, you know, that part of, I think, woke them up and say, "Are you getting paid? Or what's going on?" So now they're more um, receptive. Uh, my grandfather, he passed, so I don't know um, what he would have thought about this. Yeah. But um, um, I just think that um, I think they didn't get it. They were just like, boy, who grows up and say they want to be a singer from Pensacola? Mm-hmm. This, is a, this is an athletic city. Break Being an athlete, 
being an athlete in Pensacola, you got Roy Jones Jr. You got uh, um, Justin Gatlin. You got Derrick Brooks. You got all these phenomenal historical um, athletes. And they are from Pensacola. And it's just like, that is the core of Pensacola. And the reason I wanted to leave Florida was because that was the, like, that's the normalcy. Like, you're mm-hmm. an athlete? Of course. Or okay, what's different? You're gonna go to college, okay? Where you going to family? You no. Or where you gonna go then? Okay, it's like watching Dawson's Creek and feeling like that was my life. You know, like yeah. you get caught up, you get caught up in that small city, small town like vibe, and eventually they'll go off to college and be back working at Walmart on Nine Mile Road, yeah. and it's like I thought, I, mean, I thought seriously. y'all, <laughs> no, seriously. So for me, they, they just. Like, this boy going through a phase. Terry always been dramatic. Terry always been on YouTube singing and bumping and grinding and pumping and whatever the fuck he got going on. But Child he going ready. to college. Yeah, he this going to college, sad. so we don't we don't care. You know, the overall thing was he getting education. It will mm-hmm. fade. It will it will fade away. But you know, they're they're cool. I just I can't I had to let that go. Texas was a, a strong um, a part of my life, you don't understand. I was able to just literally let be free a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and I enjoyed that. I it really helped me loosen up. Like, don't worry about what I got to say. Don't worry about how they're gonna respond. Like, you are healthy. You are not hurting anybody. You are making people happy. You are doing something that you love. If they don't like it, oh well. Like my story is a very troublesome story, but you know, like I said, I wasn't growing up with my mom and my dad, that kind of thing. So I've already felt like at a young age, I was coming out fighting, and I didn't know why God put this strain of you know resentment on my little life at that time. But like, it helped me out because I really said fuck them and fuck everything else. Because I feel like my mom and daddy wasn't there. They gave up on me. Then I can't give up on myself. I got to do it for me at, at the end of the day. Have you let that go? Um, I get I'm working that way. on it. Yeah, I, I'm working on that. So my first project, I was, um, I had a song on their messages, which talks about, like, um, I was trying to be the owl. I was trying to hoot and give a message. And I was trying to convey words. And I talked about a situation where I showed up um, at graduation in college and nobody was there and it was just me and that was the most traumatizing time for me and it's like I put in all this hard work for no one to show up and they didn't show up my father went back to jail um, my mom did not show up uh, my aunt and my uncle and my two cousins showed up that lived in Houston and that was everything but my core family that's um, that really, really been there that I really wanted to be there was my mom and my daddy, especially my dad had just got out of jail at the time. He was on parole mm-hmm. and he just did some dumb BS that I'm never going to forgive him for. But I mean, those are the things, those moments for me personally, it's like, what are you going to do? I'm going to keep giving you this. I'm going to keep showing you what you have to do. You have to realize that some things are going to hit you and some people are not going to be there for your vision and people are not going to understand and you want people to show up and clap for you and that ain't what it's going to be. So I won't say I let it go or it's very hard. It's very Keisha Cole. That's why I have a a connection with her. Watching that show, it was very Frankie. I was like, damn, that's me. Like she went it. 
when she went and said, I am not a superstar, when she went to go speak to them kids, I was like, that is so mean. Keisha yeah. Cole is my life. Kaylani is my life. Her aunt raised her. Um, mm-hmm. Her dad was in jail. Her mom was in the streets. It's like, those are the people that I look at and I'm like, they're not crying. I'm not finna sit here and cry either. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I to answer the question, that that's what it is. Like I I don't want to feel like they I, I need their approval. It would be nice, but when no one showed up to my graduation, that was for my in my opinion, that was God saying, like, hey, what are you gonna do? Do you think that helps you with um writing and songwriting and why you um your songs really talk about the things that you've been through. Do you think that 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 plays a part? Well, I'm an Aquarius. I'm very shy and I'm very <laughs> private. Um, so metaphorically, I've always talked in code. Like if, if, who I'm dating, I'd be like, you know, they, mm-hmm. them, will kinda. You know, I've always been. Um, how can I say something without saying something? And I thought that was the hardest thing for me growing up because everybody was like. I don't get it. Like, I don't understand how you're writing until this guy, Frank Ocean, emerged. Same. 2012 <laughs> and for it, me. And then it made sense. I remember the trilogy with Janaeco, The Weeknd, and Frank Ocean, and mixtapes all came out at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I listened to You Versus Them by Janaeco, and I was like, this is what I love. And Colin actually told me about that. And then I caught on to Frank Ocean, and I was like, whoa, who is this guy? <laughs> and what's, what's, what's going on? But um, yeah, like I, it's definitely it definitely helped helps me write songs. But I don't like to be blank, like be be frank about it. Like I hate you, I'm mad. Like fuck the world. Like I like to tell a story. I'm a storyteller. Um, I love. Um, I like to call my music visual R and B. That's why I have like a couple of videos for like almost every project. Mm-hmm. Um. I have a lot of videos as an independent artist. I, I, sometimes I look at the videos. I'm like, I did that, baby. Wow. <laughs> He's like, I did that. Yeah. Because I feel like people, you can't get upset when people don't understand your vision. You got to show them your vision. You got to really show people what it is. And sometimes you got to spend the money to do it. And I thought, I, I think I did a really good job with the, yeah. with delivering my ca- a catalog for myself. So yeah. Your videos. <laughs> Sorry, your videos are really great because like it, it, you are independent artist, so everything that you're doing is yourself, and it looks yeah. very of high quality. So Ooh. like it, you would not know that you are doing this by yourself out of your pocket because it looks like very professional. So I just wanted to say that it looks Thank very you so good. Much. <laughs> Have oh you been uh, recording during the pandemic? Um. So yeah. Um. No. Um. I'm. A, I'm an artist where, um, I took the words of a Beyonce and she couldn't even say it quick enough. Artists drop a few little singles and they wanna push them out and they burn out and then they're done. Where's the body of work? And when she, that I think that was on the my favorite Beyonce album that was on four, yeah. which is not mm. everybody's favorite album, but that's my favorite Beyonce album. That is it's a R&B alternative. What? That is a strong R&B alternative cultural moment for R&B music. That is R&B alternative to its core. And I think people don't even give R&B alternative that recognition because it is a crossover from pop, hip hop. It's all of those things. That's really what it is. And when she said that, you know, I mean, when I, as an artist myself, I was like, I'm not going to like, if you look at the, the, the discography is like, 
you know, like I dropped my first single on iTunes in 2013 and I didn't drop another one until 2016. Then I dropped a whole project in 2017 and I dropped a whole new project at the end of 2019. So it's like, I just take my time with creating the story. And plus I'm doing a saga, you know, I'm a, I'm the Owl Saga. Aang is one of, one of my other inspirations. I love anime. Love um, I think anime. Hook, Steve. What is I your favorite Hook, anime? I love Sailor Moon. I know some people be like, eh. but I love Sailor Moon. Um, I'm watching right now. I'm watching uh, Parasite. Um, <laughs> I am. I love Hunter X Hunter. I really love Hunter X Hunter, and the Straw Hat himself. One I love, Piece. Um, One Piece. Yes, come on, individuality. Come on, give us some. Yeah, give us the layers. We want the layers. <laughs> <laughs> so I based my my project um Owls, which is Owl Saga, off. The Avatar, which is water, fire, earth, and air. So mm-hmm. I already did water, which is owls, which is the blue cover. Mm-hmm. And then I did relations on everything, which is fire. the fire element. And I'm going to do earth, um, which is book three, which is after this, then what is the name of the title? Are so, we getting exclusive um, information? Is this... You are getting exclusive. Because <laughs> this is like, because and that's what I'm, right now I'm going through after this, then what right now. So this is mm. me living it i have to literally go date talk be upset have arguments do this do that i have to live that because i am a storyteller i love storytelling i side note we just had a i'm on clubhouse i don't know if y'all ever heard of clubhouse it's like a yeah but i don't get it i don't get it i'm on clubhouse and they had a kanye west um something party and i jumped in there because i was like um I'm going to, they was only talking about, um, I think it was the uh, anniversary of my darkest twisted fantasy. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy night. My favorite, (laughs) my favorite Kanye West project ever. And I don't like Kanye West anymore, but that's my favorite Kanye West project. The whole visual aspect of everything for me is why I want to make the, well, not trying to say he's an influence, but that is something that's inspiring to want to do so the owl saga is that so after this then what is um, going to be just the things i've been going through like uh you know talking about fr- i've been having friends and not having them anymore but it's really gonna be like a storyline so it's gonna be like um it's gonna be a party song and then it, it, you might get like a little thing at the end with a little bo- voice memo like oh shit now that we got those. fucked up where we finna go I then we get those. to another song, and then after that, it's like, oh my god! So now that now that we kissed, then what's next? Or oh, boom, like da da da. So now now that we locked up, what are we gonna do now? You know, so just that whole storytelling. And I'm gonna just tell it in my way of like what's been going on with me in 2020, what's been going on with me when I was on tour with Taylor Parks, what's been going on with me when I was just going through different situations and with my friends. And I've been going through a lot of different situations this year. And I've been creating these stories as I as of right now. So after this, then what is the next project, which is Earth Element? And I want people to really feel that earthly human human you know, that really, you know, down to earth feeling like, damn, this me. Like, it feels like me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes you look at situations and you like, so after you've accomplished all your goals, you tell yourself, so what's next? Yeah. You know, what's after that? And I think it's just like a coming to age type of experience. Mm. You know, I feel like that's what it's going to be for me. So and I hopefully it resonates like that because that's all the energy I'm going to put into that. And I'm of course, I'm going to do videos for it. So I have to make it be equally sonically perfect 
so I can be able to express that visually so I can be able to promote and, you know, hopefully get new fans and touch somebody else and do do other stuff. So after this, then what is the next progress? That was lengthy, but yeah. No, you're fine. You, it's, it's all <laughs> about you. <laughs> uh, so I want to know who your dream collaboration is. It happened for Megan. Let me go ahead and just go big. Um, <laughs> I would love to work with Frank Ocean. I figured, but I was like... I would love to work with Frank Ocean. I just, I would love to see... I've never seen Frank Ocean really do a collaboration with another R&B male artist um, and really tell that, get into the aesthetics of everything. Um, Frank Ocean is top tier for me. Yeah. um, I think Frank Ocean's for me is top tier. Um, I, I think a lot of people like to think this is very easy for me as an artist because me and her are like cool now and she's still one of my biggest inspirations. But Dawn, I would love to get a feature with her, do something with her. Um, but, you know, I, I think it takes time. and I think it takes work. I don't think she's going to give me a feature because she thinks I'm talented and she watched me grow as a little baby to her little <laughs> baby artist now. But, um, you know, but I would love to do a collaboration with Dawn. Um and yeah, I th- oh, and Solange. What of some so kind amazing. of Houston, Texas type of vibe? <laughs> to me, that will be like top tier. And after that, I can. Oh, and Taylor Swift. I think that fits. I think very that unique. That's a very unique last one because yeah. everybody you said was R and B, but like a more of like an alternative R and B. Like they don't fit yeah. into that that the typical type of R and B. But then you hit us with the the hook with the Taylor Swift. Ooh, yeah. tell us about that. Why Tay? Why Tay Tay? I think Taylor, um, <laughs> Taylor, we grew up on Taylor. I, I love her storyteller mode. I still remember watching um, You Belong With Me. Mm-hmm. Feeling like, oh my God. Like, she's giving us a real story. She's giving us a real concept. I felt her when she was like, writing a letter to the boy across the thing. It was such a great um, visual type of uh, expression. You felt like you was in high school. You felt like, damn, like, no, you belong with me. You just felt <laughs> that. I love that alternative. I love how she kind of went from country to pop She's to like, alternative R&B to folk. alternative folk. Yeah. Alternative. I love, like, um, I love Taylor Swift. I think she's a great songwriter. I love writers. I love people who write music. I love people who really put a lot of process, thought process into it. And I just seen her tweet. She couldn't wait. She's turned 31. This girl's been thinking about her first, very first album when she started at 13. She was like, I can't wait till I be 31 because mm-hmm. she has another project so she could flip the numbers around. She thought it would be so cool. Yeah. So an artist like that, that really that really that's artistic like that's just something you cannot make up like those are people who really feed into their creativity and i mm-hmm. love taylor swift i think she's amazing um i think she don't get enough respect um in the black community no the white people love her <laughs> yeah i mean i'm black i'm black as they come so i hope nobody don't think like oh you want your nigga ass one little song with that it's like I think she I think she is amazing. You know, I think yeah. she's super duper dope, super duper talented. And um I hate when people hate on talent. I'm not really a Nicki Minaj fan. I'm well, let me say a barb. 
I'm a fan, but I don't really like her personality of what I've been seeing in the public. But am, am I going to discredit her talent? You cannot discredit this woman's talent. So you can be mad all you want, call her whatever you want. But yeah. are you going to call her not talented? You're stupid. And I don't like a hater like that. No, you. we can yell about this all day. But are you going to sit here and tell me you think she's not talented? Then I can't have a conversation with you. You know, I'm really good for trashing people and at the same time acknowledging, like, that they're great. Like, I personally think that Nini is one of the largest narcissists I've ever seen in the world. She happens to be Sagittarius. But, like, she is iconic and, like, Mm -hmm. is a trailblazer in reality TV. Like, she Mm -hmm. is is the person who created and set, you know, Real Housewives off. And there are a lot of people who are like that. Nicki Minaj is a person I say, she's obviously awful. But also very talented. You can't deny the talent. That's like you said. Regardless of their personalities, you just got to think about this person is good at what they do. And I heard someone say, how can you separate? Now, it's hard for me. No, I'm not going to lie. It's really hard for me to separate the person who they are and their music. But I don't feel like Nicki has done nothing that made me be like, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't do that. If it was mm-hmm. me, I probably would have said the same thing. You hear what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She sipped her fans on somebody one time, and I was I, like, I, <laughs> "If I got fans, I will too." Get them, girls. You, you, you hear what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm I'm trying to. Put, I I love perception. I like to put myself in positions where it's like, hmm, Tara, was if you if this was you, how would you want to handle this? If someone told you this and you was just so mad, would you just tell your fans to like? Like, oh, I'm gonna let it know, let my fans know. Because when you say something to the public, you're really speaking to your fans. Of course, your fans are going to go after yeah. that person. But I don't think I don't <laughs> I don't think Nikki has done anything that was super like terrible. And I feel like there's room for her to grow. And I feel like as a woman and as an artist, she's we're watching her change a little bit. She's not acting the same. She's um she's she's showing love to different other artists and shouting them out and giving them love. And she, I feel like there's room for her to grow. Like Kanye went to a chop for me. So yeah. that's why, I mean, I can't separate the artists um, from the talent because I have to feel what you're saying. And the person that's saying it, I, and I'm keeping mind, I'm a church kid. So yeah. when I don't feel that anointing or I don't feel like you are that person that you're preaching about, I was always taught to pay attention to preachers. My granddaddy would be like, Let's go. If the pastor saying something weird and walking one way and teaching another thing, it's that discernment of being like, okay, like you're not who you say that you are, yeah. but you're going to try to feed me poison yeah. and call it chicken, and it don't make sense to me. So Kanye was mm. like person I would not be entertaining anymore. But God bless him and his, and his family. Yeah, beautiful family, nice gowns. So going into, you are an amazing songwriter and you have a lot of um, music that I believe you love. Is there like a specific song that when you wrote it or when you did the video for, you were like, this is like my like energy, like automatically? Oh man. Um, so when I do videos, I'm really stuck in that care in in that in that zone so for me i think um i think y'all haven't even seen the core of what i'm about to do um but in my opinion as far as like what i'm doing now i would like to say eye to eye my Mm. very um that video for that when i was at the waterfalls even when i was writing the song hearing the song um i was like yo this giving me heaven sent keisha cole it's giving me It's giving me like, da, 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 da. it's just giving me like very windy vibes. And I was like, I would not shoot this video 
without a waterfall. And I searched and searched. I thought I was going to have to go to Tennessee and go somewhere. And I was like, I searched, 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 searched. And I found that Roswell Mill here in Atlanta has a waterfall. And I said, oh, my God. And when I went there, it's just like everything about it was perfect for me. It fit so much. Even though I was, there was like 15,000 people looking at me while I'm there with no shirt on, trying to be an artist, trying to be like, Mm-hmm. This it came out so it came out so 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 perfect, and I thought that was a great um great way to be like, hey, I'm here, I'm coming, you guys, I'm here. Um, but um, I thought that video came out so perfectly, even though it, it was it, it didn't start off that way. We had to shoot like three different times. One videographer did not know we hired him, and he never did a video before. And then I had to call my videographer. And then he was like, oh, now you want to call me last minute when you, you should have told me in the first place. And we had to shoot it again. And then, yeah, it was just a lot. So me already thinking like, I've got this perfect scenery. I needed all these different shots. I had to take pieces of what the guy who don't know anything about videography and the other one who like do. We had, and it, it worked, but it worked out great. It's one of the videos that was like, damn, it worked out great. But eye to eye is... And very, you know, that's one of the videos for me that, you know, because it's about my family. It's about, it's about my family. When you hear that song, it's really about my mama, my daddy, my sister, my brother. It's about like us. It's like these kids ain't gonna be shit. You know why? Because their parents want shit, mm. and you hit, you hear that growing up. You, you think when you laying down, they be whispering to my yeah, them kids, the mama, the mama down the street. I seen them yesterday. Say when you gonna come get Terry? When you gonna come pick him up, take him to the park? You know, like you hear that because they do that and they sit there and drag your mama and drag your daddy. And that's one thing I'll play about my mama and my daddy. Like they might be shit, but they my shit and I'm a part of them. Okay. So, um, that's right. so like okay. I always say when it comes to my life, we ain't never gonna see eye to eye. And I wrote this song about my family because, you know, let's just let's just call it what it is. Just because I we went through the same situation don't mean you know me. Don't mean mm-hmm. that I feel the way you feel. So respect that. So let's let's kill all that right now and just say when it comes to my life, we ain't never gonna see eye to eye. Period. Like let that be that. So that to me is like one of them songs. I'm at my concert. I give that inspirational speech. I say no matter what, y'all, y'all stick to your guns. You inspire. You say you know you stay doing your thing because if people really knew my story, to know that I came from a ghetto <laughs> situation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying that's my and that's why that's my black boy joy because I feel like I did not make I didn't my mama ghetto I love ghetto my mama ghetto is hell I love my mama my mama name is Makita you know what I'm saying it's a ghetto ass name it's the eater for me yeah I love my mama so and my daddy you know been in jail for 25 plus years you know this is his first year out of jail like out of real freedom so it's wow. like, um, yeah. So for me, it's like, oh, they talking about my mom and my daddy. They said we ain't never gonna go to college. They say I ain't never gonna do this. I did everything that they did not believe I was gonna do, but I have to give credit to my aunt for making sure that she gave me a place to live because nobody wanted to take me in. They was like, I can't take them in. And when you look, when you think about those perceptions, you think about, wow. damn, no, nobody wanted me, low key. Like nobody mm-hmm. wanted you. And my aunt was like, well, he's my nephew and he's not going into a system. That's my brother's child and I'll take care of him. It wasn't yeah. an easy. Um, I didn't feel like I was fair in this situation growing up with them. But um, looking back, like I said, it's a very Keisha Cole 
the way it is, reality show moment. And out of eyes, that song that's like, fuck what everybody got to say. You go out there and live your life. You do what you need to do. And I made sure that I didn't make that video look like the ghetto moment. I made it look refreshing. I made it look inspiring. I made it feel brand new. And that's what that water element is about. It's about that rebirth, that that baptism, that fresh start. And that's why in, in Owls, you see a lot of water elements um, in, in, in the videos and the concepts because that's what it was. Yes. Come on, Story. I, I wanted to know... Um... Because I, I, I asked Trap Pry this as well. I'm just so curious about what people have a thing for. Are there any features of a song that you like can't go without? Like any aspect, like this is something I have to put in at least as many of my songs as is possible. I know Beyonce really loves horns. Um, she mm-hmm. loves them all throughout um, the B-Day. Mm-hmm. So you mean like, is there any type of like, instruments or like, or like instruments, yeah. so you're doing the hand signal but I, I couldn't find the words so I was like, you just keep pressing you just like press a run I want to run right here like any like run. technical like parts um for me personally um it's vocal arrangements I think vocal arrangements are very important to me um there's no nothing let, let me tell you something I don't know how core of y'all listen to my music I'm not going to judge y'all if y'all haven't really heard it all the way through. But um, there is a vibe about each song. And I'm only saying what people say to me. I'm not trying to say, oh, this is my song. I know every song is different. My songs, y'all, they don't all really coexist. Like my last project, it goes from like very like this to like really ghetto bounce type songs with North Florida Flow. And then it goes to very alternative with um pop with real reporter and a detective. It's like have like a very thing. So for me personally, I'm a storyteller. So I like I don't like the story. Every episode cannot be the same episode. I feel like there at this point, this because it's my only second project, there is not nothing that I'm like Oh, we gotta have this. I think for most for most anything as a as an artist, as a vocalist, is arrangements. Like Chloe and Halley, they're doing well because people love their vocal arrangements. It's a, it's a certain signature about it. So right now, friend, it's just the making sure that it sounds good. I think vocal arrangements is very important to me. Regardless of whatever it is, as long as there is something people are like, what he did right there, like yeah. I love like vocal arrangements. I love that whole story- storytelling with the vocals. I think that's very important. I think that's why Frank Ocean is so good. He kind of has these things. He's like, he does these things. My guy, pretty like a girl. He does these things. Like, right, like right. She both sides like Chanel. He does these things that just keep you. <sighs> he does these things, you know. It's he true. does these yes. things. Solange does these, like these mm-hmm. things. And Chloe mm-hmm. Halley does these very, very godly, like very, very yes, heavenly angels, vocals. Yes. And then Brandy, the vocal bible, oh, she does, she the does runs, girl. Mm-hmm. So I, I like mean, Jasmine. and Jasmine, Don Rashard, we're not gonna discredit my baby. Don Rashard, Tamar Braxton, I think is an oh, amazing yeah. artist. Calling All Lovers is one of her best projects. Oh my god, it is. Um, I'm gonna say that it is. I, it is. It is. And my dad called me. He calls me Tamar. He's like, you know, I was in jail. And I said, this woman act like my son, but the, but the, but the girl version. And I was like, really? So, you know, like, cause I, I'm very like, 
what so what you want to do? Like very Tamar, like I'm very Tamar backing them. A lot of my friends are like, yeah, you, you give me Tamar a little bit with the personality. But people always love my personality. So that's why everybody was like, Terry, just do acting, just do something on YouTube. You should be like an influence. I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want people to like my personality, then don't like my music. Do you do you <laughs> see yourself dabbling into acting more? Like when you feel like, you know, your music is doing on the right trajectory and thing, do you feel like you will step into something else when you feel comfortable? Yeah, that's the thing, though. I think there's so many layers to me. That's why I say y'all ain't got the core of me. I'm growing um, every day and I'm I'm proud of the growth. That's why I say, you know, some things being the owl, you're just not going to get them right away. Some things you're going to understand by and by. You're going to grow and people are going to grow with you. And that's the thing that people are going to love. They could be like, hey, I really grow with him. I really got to understand his who he is as an artist. And then we saw him over here acting. I think my personality is there. And I feel like those, like Grownish would be a great show. I think I would do good on. I think uh, it's funny. It's comical. It's athletic. It's very punchline, very shady. Mm -hmm. It's like very like, but it's funny. Mm -hmm. And it has a great storyline um, and um, great characters. Um, and they talk about some really good things. But I think there's so much. Um, video directing, creative directing, um, acting, um, songwriting, um, just all this stuff. You know, I think there's a lot more things to me that I will I will want to explore. But I want people to focus on the music because I know people. I know this is my generation. I know how we are. We, look at Kiki Palmer. Like she, if she would have just focused on doing music, people would have probably just loved her music and then like girl i like her when she did that movie yeah. but now people just see her so much as an actor that it's really hard to separate the two which one they like the most and they're like well her music all right because i like the because only because they're comparing it to herself her, her acting so yeah i just want to do it one one thing at a time and grow but i'm excited i don't get i don't get um as discouraged because i'm a new artist and i think as long as I continue to push the content, there's going to be so much content for everyone to be able to see. And I think people should not be discouraged about like no one's not giving me the, the time in the day. That's why I say I'm happy to be here with you guys, because, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a great opportunity to be here and talk with y'all. Y'all are going to be major. And when people go in, don't know who I am, they're going to go and look at y'all because y'all got your own syndicated TV show. And then I'm like, yeah, that was <laughs> I'm not gonna forget where we came from. Trust and believe, we're gonna be like, this is where we started off with, bitch. We had these you people know, with us. Come on. I see y'all growing. I, I see that. I, I have, I think people need to catch on and catch on to their weight and support people who are gonna support you. A lot of people love to go and support people they don't wanna show them no love, be like, yeah. Like, what you mad for? Them niggas don't like you. They don't care for you. Do your own thing. Shine your own way. Fly like an owl and go do your own shit. Like, I don't give a fuck about that. So, come on, these hours. Come on, you. I like it's the owl for me, um, but you know, like you know, it's um, it's you. That's what that's why I'm at with that. You know, I think a lot of people do a lot of whining and crying. And when Tiana Taylor said what she wanted to say, I felt her 100. She said all this fake love, all these people talking about this woman empowerment, this brother empowerment. That shit is all propaganda. It's like just it's not real. You know, you have to support people who support you. True. Period. And, and and don't and I don't never feel bad about showing about no love. You know what I'm saying? For me personally, if I liked it, I'm a I DM people all the time, and now I don't even follow them. I'm like, oh, I like this song. That's how the SoundCloud got me. Mm -hmm. Because I I like it, and I think you should know because that could uplift your day. That could make you be like, bitch, fuck that. Somebody just wrote me, and told me my song made them put down weed, crack, slapping a hole. I think I did something good today. You know, you never that's, know. 
when something touches you like in your spirit and in your soul like i am a person if something is so good to me i will absolutely reach out to the artist um there are a lot of things that i would just stumble upon and i'd be like oh my god this changed my life and you can't you can't have someone change your life and you don't tell them like it's just yeah. you know. that's beautiful because um man like i just think that a lot of people don't want to show people love and i feel like a lot of people see your so idea weird. and they feel like mm, i'm on a major platform i'm on a major level we can kind of take tweak this because a lot of these people are pictures i'm probably somebody's pictures on their on their concept wall for their next artist because they like we like this concept yes. what they done here yes. we're gonna make this and revamp it yes. so you can't get mad at it once you put it out there and you inspire somebody, that's what you did it for. Appreciate that. And, and and let and let it be. You will never know if somebody bit your idea. But me being in this where I'm at right now, it's no way that I know ARs and they're like, we want you to have more. They do it with all the other artists. They did it yeah. with Nikki. They say, you, you, you know, we won't we're trying to make the next Nikki. We're trying to make the next Kim. We're trying to make the next Beyonce. I they think they're trying to make Normani. PJ Morton always the... says that in his songs. They say they want me to... <laughs> Every time I think about PJ Morton, he always says that they wanted me to be something that wasn't. <laughs> I mean... It's interesting. Uh, it's just... It's, it's just it, it is what it is. I just think that you got to be positive and you got to move forward. And I think you really... Like I said, support people who support you because I don't have a million followers. I was able to open up for Maya. I was able to get me on the major tour with Taylor so Park. So impressive. And then you, what? What more can you, what more can I say? I put in my work. I've done the things I'm supposed to do, and the, the things are for me are for me. Yeah, I don't think people realize that when you put the time and the effort um, and the passion into something, it is going to be successful. Yeah, and I think we think if it doesn't happen on our time, that like it's just not coming. But I've realized that like you work at something long enough. Like, it's it's just, that's it, that's what it is. You just have to be passionate. You have to be dedicated. And you have to put in the time and the effort. I feel like that with when with Tiana Taylor, when she felt like people didn't respect her. I think her project um, was amazing. I think it just needs more people to listen to it. But I definitely get how she feels. Because I know her, the project that Kanye, what was it, KTSE, it wasn't, the, it didn't have the best, like, start off. Because it was, like, so many difficult difficult things going on behind the scenes but this project was I feel like was smart and great but I think also with not being nominated for things too definitely was like what the heck I hope that artists let go of that um at least as far as it goes like the big nominations I and I'm not saying that it's not right I'm not saying that those things don't make people feel good or that they're valueless, but um, I mean, Beyonce lost uh, Best Album of the Year. Like, so, you know, yeah. if Beyonce can lose something, then at that point, it's like... Yeah. I just oh, think with Tiana Taylor, they dropped the ball three times. Yeah. Um, I don't seven, think so with the first Seven? Time. I think seven, seven was... Seven, seven wasn't... Seven had problems in the, in the middle of the release, too. Oh, yeah. that, they had a problem with that one. The second project had a problem with that. Well, shit. And I think... And my thing is too, if you was on Club, I'm on Clubhouse, and a yeah. guy that was in there um, was one of the Grammy, has been on the Grammy boards before, and he's part of the Grammy board. And he said, "Hey, this is a safe room. We can talk. We gonna we gonna we keep can we drop some real gems?" He said, "You really have to really understand that sometimes when you, they get a list of names, this is R&B, this is rock, this is this. It's like 30 names. You don't see a picture. You don't see nothing. You see a name, mm. and you see a name of a, a, a name of the album." 
Um, my thing is with Tiana Taylor, I feel like not only did they drop the ball on her three times mm-hmm. um, with delivering a project, she's always had to be like, dang, how was the mix? Was, with the first one, the mix wasn't, it wasn't really mixed and mastered. She haven't heard mixed and mastered. She just woke up and her album was out. And she was mm. upset about that. She was like, no, the mix and master. I didn't even get to hit my final my album, but seven is out. And she heard the mixes and it was like, the mixes ain't even right. Like, it was just like a lot. I was like, damn. I didn't like, know fuck. that. I didn't yeah, know it was a lot. What happened with KTSE? Everybody knew what happened with KTSE. Yeah, but yeah, it was a yeah. lot going on with that. But the guy was basically saying that, you know, you have 60 year old, old Grammy award winning engineers, audio engineers, making a list of people. And everything is a business. And I tell, I try to put this into my heart as well. Like, remember, it's 5% of music and 95% of business. So all these strategic moves that people are doing when they go into the Grammy parties and they're performing for these different type of people and they're doing this and they're doing that, those people mm-hmm. are like, oh, that's Gibeon. He performed last year at the Grammy mm-hmm. party. I remember him. Circle his name. I remember yeah. him. I listened yeah. to his project because it's a relationship that they built with their peers. Mm-hmm. The Grammy people are people that in the industry. These are they're musical peers. Sometimes you didn't shake the hands with the right person that had that, and that's just what it is. It doesn't mean your project is not good. And the guy was just saying like, hey, sometimes they don't even know who these people are. They like Tiana Taylor. Who's that? Yeah. Do you think that it's? Do you prefer being a more of an indie um, indie artist, independent artist, than being signed to a label? This is a really great question. Um, this is a really great question. So let me ask you guys, because y'all are people who listen to music, and yes. I don't know if any of y'all are artists. I know you said you was an artist, but I don't know. You say you sing, but I don't know if you Child, okay. I was joking. <laughs> okay, so from, from your perception, like, mm-hmm. do you guys love your indie artists, and then when they go major, it just seems like something changes? Not necessarily, because Ari Lennox is still representing. I've I've been listening to her since I was in high school, so around yeah. And I'm I'm still very impressed with who she is. Same with Doja Cat. Um, yeah. So it depends on who the artist is and what label they join. Yeah, I think about Summer Walker's appearance, and I think prior to that, I think she was just someone that had talent that got thrusted into this this life where she had to be in front. That's like her. She really has social anxiety, and I think her music. She's um, staying somewhat true to what she started off with, but I definitely think that it's she's experimenting with stuff. But I think it, it it depends. I think definitely on who it is and how willing, how ten toes down they are in what they create, or if they're just hungry to be in the limelight. Because yeah. um, I, I think about Duran Bernard right now, even I think he's still Ooh. not signed. Um, I just think that oh, is that your friend? Come on, I I love when you start. To, I I think it's more so not even about them being um being signed. It's about when you start to they get that buzz. You know when you start to hear most be like, yes, I've been listening to like I was listening to like Duran back when I was in high school when he was with Eric oh Badu in the background singing with her. Like so, it's like when you start to see the patience and perseverance. Mm-hmm. But when they get to a record label, it does start to get like. Mm-hmm. But I I don't know that many. I don't think I've like had that many people like do that I'm like, oh. okay so do y'all like tanache i never did no what about you i bro? did i never okay. liked tanache <laughs> so i think when she went independent it was her best work 
I think when, because it gets to me, it gets to a point um, where specifically in a pop genre, it starts to sound the same. I have an issue with when I listen to the song, I don't know if it's Selena Gomez. I don't know if it's Sophia Carson. I don't know if it's like, you know, Tanache. So it's when you start to get into that realm of experimentation and I'm like, oh, I know this is a Tanache song. I prefer that. But I hear more in pop when you can like sometimes, unfortunately, Ariana Grande, which I absolutely love her. Mm-hmm. I can hear that this could have been somebody else's song. I could hear that somebody else could have did that. But now she's getting, with Victoria Monet, shout out to Victoria Monet being her best friend and Taylor Parks being in her ear. Um, I appreciate her, them giving her a little bit of their sound and hers. Yeah. So. Well, to answer the question, that's what artists deal with. We deal with the, do we spend all of our money Don Richard is the man. Sorry, I, I do not want to cut you off. I literally think about Don Richard, like with her being with Danny D. Kane and then going, like, she did the, like, I get, yeah, sorry. You can continue. No, 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 no. Thank you for mm-hmm. acknowledging her because I always feel like Don is a person I'm like, oh, I just want to make Don proud. You know, not like I got her co sign, it's like, what more can I make her proud about? But, you know, I have to move on from that to like my title mm-hmm. After, mm-hmm. after this, then what? I feel like sometimes you accomplish something and it's like, okay, so what's my drive? Like, what's next? But um, I think that's the battle we're dealing with right now. A lot of people will tell you, like, independent is the route, but they already had a major machine behind them mm-hmm. to build their audience, to build their their fan base, to, to build their likeness, to put themselves in the publications, to get their names out there, to build these relationships, and then they can go independent and then collect their bag, and that's great. Let's talk about Don Rashad. She was in Danity Kane, Diddy Dirty Money. Mm-hmm. Then she went solo. It's a lot that was uh, that she built. She just had uh, Danity Kane core fans alone. She can go and say, "Do do you got yeah. it first?" <laughs> and these people will be like, "Hold up, what the fuck?" Because they, they know <laughs> they want to the know fuck? that. What the fuck? they're gonna like that up so it's yeah. so easy to sit there and be like oh i'm independent like oh but realistically let's talk about the problem with being independent you don't get in on any playlist um nothing no, no major playlist some of your videos and concepts are better than the new artists that just got signed to Atlanta records some of the stuff is like very in the school um I, I'm going to use this as a reference, but I love this young lady. I'm about to say, Flo Millie. I was watching one of her videos and she was like in a cage. And I was like, damn, she's signed to Atlantic. Like, this is supposed to be a little bit more. I know some niggas in Atlanta right now that could hook her up with a little bit better, you know what I'm saying, with something better. Right. But I, you study those artists to be like, does it really even matter? They're on a major on a major level and they just need a visual out. And that's just probably part of her budget because you never know her budget probably went so much to her music and uh, the studio time to where they just need like a simple video to they're, that they're going to boost and promote, that they're going to ship out to different other places. As independent artists, we don't have the money to promote. So mm-hmm. it's harder Kaylani. So, sorry, I'm thinking K- about so many people now. I literally no, Kaylani, yeah, yeah. I one, another one of my favorites. So I was thinking, I started thinking about um, Chance the Rapper and his um, group, um, and then I got to No Name, who is one of my favorites. Yeah, but so she has one video, period. 
that is the only music video she has. Um, and I was thinking, like, what happened? What thrust her? Because she ended up being on uh, Jimmy Fallon. Like, what thrusted her up? But it was because of these little random white kids started listening to her. So that just, you know, when mm-hmm. people, like something, that's when it just takes off. So I, but so it's interesting how this happens and how it can happen differently per person, because I think it is true that you've got artists who definitely have to, because of, and honestly, probably because of the genre that they're in, they have to have mm-hmm. these visuals, but then it, it seems like it's easier to be a rap artist and not, not do that. I think, um, you say you love Doja Cat. I'm, I'm, I'm she's on punishment for me right now. I want to say she's canceled, but she definitely is on punishment with me. What happened as a black person? Well, she, you know, she don't oh, like yeah, that yeah, she try to play yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I go, I'm from, I'm a HBCU type of person. I am a black Southern person. So yeah. when I hear people try to play their whole, we're not gonna talk about it. God bless Doja Cat, and God bless her and her family and everybody else. Um, what I'm going to say is she is, a t- once again, she's a talented artist. So regardless of how I feel, if I sit here and tell y'all that Doja Cat ain't talented, you know everything I said out my mouth was a lie. Yeah. I, my name ain't Terry. I don't have no music. I didn't scam and rob. Call my, my name, name is Terry. Look, you know, like. You make a dumbass song like Moo and the shit actually slaps. Like, uh, but people do her before Moo. Like yeah, her, like, I remember. <laughs> I remember. Um, no police. That was yes, my first that was ever. my shit. The whole EP was it no police. Me. I remember that. I remember that one song. And I was like, "Damn, whatever happened to that girl?" And I used to always like randomly go. You know how like you randomly just go check on YouTube and see the person. Like I'm just trying to see what they got going on. RCA, RCA was a little insider. I'm sure this ain't no secret, but um, I was told by one of my peers that RCA was going to drop her. Cause she, she had already had a, a project out that I didn't even know about. Amala. Before the other one came out, and um, I loved it. They was gonna drop yeah. her, but my thing that. is when she made move. See what I'm trying to say? As independent artist, let me tell you about the what the best thing about it is. Um, I went to Texas University where I trained, not trained, to learn music management and recording business from Matthew Knows at Texas Southern University. Shout out to Texas Southern, and. He uh, gave us insider information on like how the music business worked, and I took that into my mindset. And I, and I thought about Doja Cat when, 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 when I was just look, looking at her situation. It's like they were going to drop her, um, but once she made that one song, Matthew Nola always said it take that one song. Oh yeah, that's what to anything. change everything. He said all you need is that one. He said, I don't know, care what y'all doing. But he said, it takes that one song to change everything for you. You get a one number hit record, trust me, that could change your life. And I always remember, like, it only takes one. It don't take two, it don't take three. You ain't got to be greedy. It takes one. So if you can make one, that is an accomplishment because some people can't even do that. So when you got a hit, move with a joke. But (laughs) Doja knew, like, watch me make some stupid stuff and watch they like it. Loki, I don't think she gave a fuck artist. about whether they were gonna like it or not, because that's the type of shit she does. Like, she did she, that shit on Zoom. She's like, she did that shit on in it with MacBook photo booth. She was like, oh, but she's a. What I'm trying to say is, she's such a creative artist. She loved. Yeah. Her. She put so much work into the words and visuals, and it's like y'all ain't even listening. So let me get y'all attention. Boom, boom, boom. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. 
I am a cat. I go, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it's like she, she just like got their attention and she changed that for her. And then guess what RTA did? Oh, she's ours. Oh, she, <laughs> oh, she, be, she signed to. Oh, she signed to us, you guys. She signed to us. Yeah, let's um, let's call her. Let's go. Let's get on the phone. Let's go back let's to the drawing board. Email her. Crazy. Email her. We didn't pay That's her. Crazy. Oh, you just that forget you have do. an artist. <laughs> forget you have an artist on their roster, and like, oh, she she going to us. Great. Um, we're going to you know work on this because now she. Is a global sensation. Like Rico Nasty did the song because her son liked the Moon song. She was like, I did the song. It was an easy yes for me because my son loves the Moon song. So I went ahead and did Tamara so I could go ahead and show my son, like, look, I'm with the Moon girl. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's what it was. So with Doja Cat, when you think independent artists, you think about these artists that are super, super, super creative and want to like give their all and sing their hearts out and give great concepts and they got no push. It's very stressful. It's very, it's very disrespectful. And um, you got to really work hard to get that. But if no one's giving you that, yes, it's terrible. Kaylani, I love her to death. She, she got so many opportunities, but she still has to work for them. She was on Americans. Is it got talent? Yeah, with, Americans got talent. With with um Nick Cannon and Nick mm-hmm. Cannon remembered her, gave her the opportunity, paid for studio time hooked her up and that's how that worked. You have someone believing in what you're doing. You gotta have someone that says yes. Cloud and sometimes nine. you're not gonna get a yes. You're not gonna get a yes all the time. So you gotta keep working mm-hmm. hard for your yes. And that's what I mean about I wasn't ready. A lot of people was not gonna give me my yes. They was gonna give me yes, model. Yes, be an actor. Yes, be funny. Singing, uh, Matthew knows told me I should just be a writer. And I remember when I opened up um, in Houston, Texas um, early this year, and my friends came through and they was like, I remember you and Matthew knows told you you should just be a writer. And I was like, Yup. Like so I feel like there's so many people's story that used to write, but now they're in the in the limelight. Like I think I look at that so much. Like these people say, No, you're better behind the scenes writer for people. I, I thought about Victoria. that early on. Victoria, yes. Like she Victoria was totally finally for a long time got her chance like i was like thank you she's been i've been listening to her and now people are starting to get that way i think because ariana grande of course but you know i'm i'm wanting her to get her her um shine the last question i have for you um is do you feel it is easier to be a uh, a rapper a gay rapper or an r&b a gay r&b singer I think anything gay, you get you getting destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, just simply because, just simply because people are not ready for that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to realize that you live in a certain type of world. You first of all, you live in a white man's world. Mm-hmm. Second of all, you live in a man's world, a white man's world, and then um, well, that's two things. Um, and then <laughs> you live in a heterosexual world, and that's on. All, all the spectrums where now you're just not talking about white, you're talking about black too. I'm from the South, y'all. Y'all know how it is. You can't wear you can't wear nothing that was not part of your generation without it being gay or labeled as something that is not them. Because people mm-hmm. will always try to destroy something they do not understand. Yeah. You this, you that, you that, you're going to hell, you're going to die, somebody's going to kill you, you're going to get home, don't do it. And then when it happened to you, them punks, them sissies, them this, that, that. It's like, Ooh, is child. that really necessary? Punks. Is that really necessary? It's, 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 it's a lot that goes into it. I think it's very hard 
um, for, um, well, for the guys, not for the females. Mm. I think female um, oh, yeah. artists like Kehlani, Victoria Monet, Tiana Taylor, though they can experiment sexually because you got men who would love to see girls on girls and that type of action in the air with sale. But what I think that a lot of people try to do in television is be like, we're going to put some gay couples in here because we know the gay community is a strong fan base that will watch certain things. Power got a gay couple in it. Why? Because 50 didn't know that the numbers... Didn't know that. Didn't know that. On here. We do not speak Curtis Jackson's stage name on this platform. Child, I didn't even know Jesus, they had a gay God couple on there. But they do that. <laughs> they, 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 they like to... Um, it's a token. They like to it's cap- the token capitalize- thing, though. Yeah. They like to capitalize off I hate that. Men being sexual and drugged and low-key and scandalous. But they don't want you to sing to them. They don't want you to sing a melody. They don't want you to rap. They don't want you to do that. Let us do that. Y'all go do the TV shit because you're dramatic. You need to be doing drama. You don't, we don't need to hear you singing or rap. But for Black gays, I think it's harder amongst and for Black gay males. It's very hard. Always, Sam, Smith can, Sam Smith can do it and it'd be fine. He's they always have to come out. Like they have to, I mean, look at Avery uh, Wilson being bisexual. Bisexual. Look at uh, Lil Nas X. Like they always have to come out. <laughs> Frank Ocean, great example. By the way, shout out to him for breaking the mold because wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But even when he did it, it was very, ugh. Like, thinking about you is about a guy now? Like, what? Yeah, I don't know. They, the they like, love the music, though. They were like, I don't know. It took time. Yeah, it took time. Yeah. Like, mean, fuck that shit. He gay on your fuck. Because they, they knew they was in their room, like, doing the dirty <laughs> and shit. And they couldn't help it. He's it. just that talented. They loved it. They was like, yeah. no, he already penetrated. You know, penetrating my heart, my soul. Like I'm already invested into his music and his writing, and I can't not, I can't unsee it now. Sorry, yeah. like I love him, so I'm just gonna go along with what my what, how I feel, and I'm gonna ride with Frank versus. But as you can see, Frank went up even more because he had a gay audience following him, along with the white audience and the indie artists and, and also the hippie vibes and mm-hmm. not a hip-hop artist. And then Beyonce co-signed him, so it's like, who gives a fuck? Like, <laughs> I'm there. So, I mean, I think for any gay anything, it's very, very hard for artists to do that. So they have, um, they they do things to come out and do things what they do. People ask me so many questions about my life, and I'm like, dang, I want you to focus on the music. And as soon as I say he, or if I say she and a song, then that's what, I don't think I write songs for a box. I think I write stories. I don't think I want a white person to be like, well, I, I don't relate to love in that, in that way. I don't, re- I don't relate to reporter and detective. I think people can relate to those type of things because there's been situations where, you know, thank you, where there's, where there's, where there are those situations are there. And I, that's why I love Frank Ocean because Frank Ocean, it was American Wedding, which I one of my favorite Frank Ocean songs, and um, I just thought that was just very clever the songwriting. And so for me, I just think it's harder for both of them. Santana got Walk, which I think is a hit. Um, um, yeah, it's not shady um, though. I heard the lyrics. It's not even he didn't throw any disrespect. He didn't throw anything at our last episode. Our last episode. <laughs> Last episode, well, we talked about that. He didn't throw shade at, shade at Roland Ray. Well, yeah. my barber, we had the same barber. Me and Santana mm. had the same barber. 
So I was just talking about this yesterday because I got my hair cut for this for you guys. Um, well, even though I have hair, but you know, Jones, I was like, like you cut your, you got a hat on though. No, I, yeah, you I can't even. Oh, yes, come on, hair. We just braid it. Um, but it's usually curly. But um, um, I was we was talking about it. Um, and first of all, the song was written. If you watch, if you follow. Santana and like JT and stuff, you will see where they'd be like Wrangler when they was talking about that car. It was a, a live or something. <laughs> talking about yeah. JT's Wrangler. You and that Wrangler. He was doing that. And that was the day that he wrote Walk. So that was like two weeks before they even got into a rolling mm-hmm. way. So it was already done. Ah, um, thank you. So it's not. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not, I don't, it's not Target, but Walk, in my opinion, is a hit. We was talking about without like, that. Is a hit, but Santana Smart, um, his team or the people that was I was talking to, uh, was like he thinking smart. He was thinking TikTok. He watched how Savage did what he did, and he wanted something that was gonna do good for TikTok. And what's not good than walk? You know what I'm saying? Santana's from Florida. He's from the A five O. He know how it goes. So I think uh, I think it's very hard for for a lot of artists, but Santana is a North Florida person, so he he got that North Florida flow where he's like. It's not going to stop me. You know, I'm going to push through. But he's a Floridian, so he's tough. So I feel like Satana is like, whatever. Like, y'all don't like me, y'all don't like me. But it, it, it is what it is. I just think that when you when you give a fuck, it's when it, when it matters. Like, when you let somebody get to you, it's like, that's when they got you. Mm-hmm. Why do why do why do someone who don't like you matter? Why would why would someone who's not going to support you? Why would you give a fuck about what they have to say? Mm-hmm. Like you 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 you're not gonna listen to my music. You're not gonna shout me out. You're not buying it. You don't know nothing about me. But that's the problem with fame and 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 success. Sometimes you're just so famous where people are like you're a trash. Like have you heard anything I've done for you to call me trash? You only known about my fame or what I'm famous for or what 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 went down or what this and this and this. So for any gay black artist, it's very difficult. Um that's if that's if that it's just it's just it's just something that people will be like they're not ready. But you know I somebody they told me yesterday that Santana gonna they think Santana might be the one and you're making for the for the rap. Absolutely. You know, I, I don't have you know, a doubt about that shit. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> I'm where I won't kid Ken though. I won't kid can to like get up there to quick. But to... I just think that it's amazing. I'm very proud of his work. Um, I don't know him personally. Um, I think if I met him, we would have a great time. I think we would have so much laughs. I, a lot of my friends are friends with him and and, and core with him. I like to see myself as being like a Kaylani of the indie world right now because it, she just so like cool with like so many different people that you don't even know she kicks and hangs with or she know of and know them. I don't know Santana, but I know my friends is at his house. He got a mansion. You know what I'm saying? Here in Atlanta. Yeah. And he's doing well. Like Santana's doing great. And I think we should celebrate him and uplift him because they do the same thing to Sam Smith and they, you know, just no disrespect to and I hate trying to compare another artist and trying to like I'm trying to belittle him i'm not trying to belittle any other artist by by uplifting another so i just want to make that clear but i do think that a lot of people just they just got so many opinions but they don't have nothing to like give they just like this talk shit like when <laughs> north Florida flow went viral on facebook i just all i got was just funny jokes and that's when i realized oh people ain't saying they don't like it 
they just want to be funny and they just want to go along with the punchline. So while while I'm just responding back like, oh yeah, well, thank you for watching with an attitude. They like, bro, I honestly like the song. I just thought you looked like, you know, they were saying I look like the Black Jonas brother. They was like, what kind of Disney Channel shit is this? What kind of gay shit is this? It was just like, fuck. The first time I do something that's viral, I'm getting dogged at. And the first thing is I can't show my teeth because that's gay. Like, I hate people label everything gay as gay as being bad. Being gay is a, a people. They're, you know, it's a, it's a thing. Not everybody. I had to tell my dad that, too. Like, watch your words, bro. Like, you got out of jail. Somebody can call you gay. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> stop trying to, stop trying to, uh, stop trying to quickness. label, <laughs> stop trying to label everything gay as being bad. And that's why in my Food Paradise video, I did the brotherly love pose because I wanted to show masculinity because I wanted people to feel comfortable with masculinity. Sometimes a heterosexual father and son can't hug and show affection for the Southerners. I don't know about everybody else in the world, but I know down here that's, that's that's weak. That's 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 that ain't manly. You know, we don't hug. We don't say I love you. My my dad said my granddaddy never told him he loved him until he died. I'm like, it's damn. Sad. So it's, you know, I want to change that for myself. That's why I say like, I'm still growing. I don't think there's a lot of things that people have saw from me. And as I grow, my story grow, my experiences grow. Um, the people I meet, I meet and I'm like, oh, I'm going to write about your life. I'm going to write about your life. <laughs> I'm going to write about your life. I'm going to apply it to my life. And I take these different stories and I find to myself or, or, or whatever it will be. But, you know, I just think that it's hard for every gay black artist, but I don't think they give a fuck because they still do it. I mean, they do it anyway. You're going to push through. Yeah. Okay. Through. <laughs> so then that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do what I do. You know, so God bless them. And I, I <laughs> like I said before, Little Nas, Frank Ocean. Um, now, I, I, I don't know if we can, I don't know if it's the end of the segment, but I do want to say one thing while we're talking about black artists and I have to ask you guys a question. Okay, so, Steve Lacey doesn't love black men. Um, yeah. um, Tyler, the creator, doesn't love black men. He likes white men. And, you know, God bless their, God bless their souls. Um, as uh, we was talking about this, um, because people were saying that they're problematic faves. Like, what are your opinions about black gay artists or bi artists who don't see black men who are black themselves um as a sense of romantic type of love and affection and that type of thing they don't see them as being like they see him well steve lady he said he sees them more as like cousins and brothers he wouldn't date another black person because he just like that's how he sees that so people also yeah people also put uh frank in that conversation as well i don't I remember frank that. ever frank saying Ocean that too. yep i didn't yeah, i don't I remember he likes the european that. looking uh man um, I want you to go first, Devin. Right? No, because <laughs> I'm very black. I, I like it's it, it's a problem to me because like I do love Steve Lacey. I do love Frank Ocean. Um, I do. I don't care for Tyler, but I, I do. It, it makes you upset when I see these. When I feel like I have representation, and then they don't even love themselves. I ultimately think of that. So it kind of is like a bummer, and it's like a slap in my face. Like when I feel like I have. It's like they also have to, you know, main stay in the mainstream and main light, and they have to like, you know, mm. cop out and like throw us under the bus. I want 
us to love get, love black men and be a black man and have no problem with saying that. Like, it's like, it's never a disrespect to white men, you know, Asian men, other, you know, men. It's just like, I am a black man who loves black men. Like, I not the one shade or disrespect, but it's like when you start to, I don't like when people give the reason why they, if you just say, I like, I like white men, stay there. Don't start to talk more. Don't <laughs> it's start. always some stupid shit. Don't, if that's your preference, preference. But don't. they're going to ask you why. They're going to be like, but why? They, you think they're going to be like, why do you like white men? always ask. You're like, why? why? And I think, it, yeah. So, first of all, they haven't met me. That's my first. Um, <laughs> and I mean that. <laughs> Secondly, um, I have always said, I've said it on this platform before, maybe more than once, yeah. that I think uh, especially famous Black gay men make a subconscious decision to date black white men because of its political... Um, RuPaul. Its, its social Karamu. status. It, it certainly yeah. does um, elevate people's social status i mean i think of and it, it isn't always purposeful like it, i really do think it's subconscious i mean you just you you date and marry white men and then it opens you up to resources mainstream it, it just does um i i was i was disappointed to find out that steve lacy only dates white men um and the same thing with tyler the creator however at this point in my life i don't think that i can to spend too much time thinking about it because it's going to keep on happening, you know? And I I can only hope that one day... I mean, Santana loves black niggas. I mean, you know? Oh, I thought you were saying he loved white niggas. What? No! <laughs> I mean, so the more we see it, right, the more we open these doors, the less we're going to see that. I think the more artists we get who... Um, are black and gay, the more we won't have to worry about this shit. Or at least it'll just be evened out so we don't have to look at people like Steve Lacey and be like, damn, I wish you like niggas because we're going to have a whole bunch of other black artists who do. They like niggas. <laughs> well, you know, that's, that's the, I just want to, as an artist, it's hard for me to like give an opinion on that because I don't, I don't really care about what their, what, what it is that their preference is if their music I mean like I said before it does make you think about what are they singing about when they mm-hmm. who they're singing to when they're when they're saying something like I you know if, if, if I, don't, I don't think I ever heard him say shea butter but I just think it's weird that white men love black men but black men don't love black men mm-hmm. but they see the beauty in you but you don't see the beauty within yourself or the people that's around you I think that's it makes it makes you be like, what? So who are you singing to? It's very weird. Who, it's weird. So it's like make you it make you it almost like. But that's the thing. People separate. They be like, well, I just love his music, and I don't care. Like he could be singing to the birds. Maybe he's singing to the birds. Maybe that's not that. But I like Steve Lacey's bass guitar. Let's just be clear on that. I, I love did, his aesthetics. I, I, just, I, I love, love the look. 70s funk. I love funk type of vibes. Like, dun, 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 dun. I don't really, I didn't even know who he, I didn't care for him. I just like his music. Like, he did wonderful things for Raven Lanay's album Crush. Yeah. Uh, EP. I love Crush his great. look. I think he's such a great, um, he's got a great aesthetic. I love, love his look. It's like a um, rocker. I think of like um, Jimi Hendrix. Like, I immediately yeah. go to Jimi Hendrix. He's very you know, festival, I and I, I would love to meet him. I would love to meet him. I think he would be a cool person to be friends with, and to like be kick it with because he wouldn't. I mean, he said that he, anyway. Right. Yeah. He said, <laughs> so he that that works. It works. It it will be. I think he will be a great person to just be like, well, why, friend? Why you don't like? And maybe get a little bit more depth conversation without him feeling judged about. Yeah. You know, because you know a lot of, especially when you're not in the south. I noticed a lot of people like West Coast. 
people like to say they're not black enough. I heard Willow Smith say like, or oh, the black community shunning Jaden. And I think that's very weird. And it's, I think where I'm from, I don't think we should shun them. I think they're like, they black, you know, as hell, but they don't really, they feel like they don't get enough support from the black community. And I just think Steve Lacey, maybe he don't feel like he get enough yeah. support from the black community. I'm a push on that because I know black people, they look at the, their, their experiment period. That's the first thing. They come out, they step out of their box, Willow, Jade, and Steve, like all of these people, even like Frank. So I think they get that because when they're experimenting, sometimes Black people just like cookie cutter. I want you to be a yeah. hood rat or I want, I want you to be a hood rat. I want you to talk about like, you know, we, real like love, sex and all that. But when you start to not do that, then it's like, mm, wait, let's get it. I mean, I, I, I have not seen that lately. I think in the last five years, Black artists have been able to be a lot of different things. Rico Nasty is not the first thing. Like, Baby yeah, Mother pop, is not yeah, what pop. I would have expected a Black, you know, female artist to be. I don't yeah. think that that's true anymore. I think it was true yeah. at one point. And I think I it's think, often true for R&B. But for yeah. the other genres... <laughs> but I think that comment was made for in the past. I don't think it's made for right now because, like yeah. I said, Willow, is that's her thing now. Willow right. is experimenting. Jaden's experimenting. So I think they were talking about in the past. When they, they were also yeah. in a genre, I think, that was just really far outside of the radar. Like, yeah. I, like, <laughs> like, I had to get... I had to really get into willow's album the last one but i had to listen to the other ones and i was like this is really i'm going off on a ledge with this one i ain't never even listened to this before <laughs> but that is a black experience y'all don't understand that when you are able to step out of the norm yeah and jump into someone's head like you like willow does she takes you to that to that unnormal familiar place but Jane. people for some reason they want to just stick to basic onomatopoeias. And I don't understand why. <laughs> but they, they won't open shit. up. Yeah. They won't open up and express themselves. And that's the conversation that Dawn has to have with her heart every yeah. single time. Like they're yeah. going, they're, black women and black artists, mm. queer artists, you know, should be able to expand themselves and be in these rooms and, and be also appreciate it equally because they are working hard independent artists work harder than major artists i don't care what you say me personally Nobody's i, I got on a tour with four thousand followers I, but god is what i say you can't tell me god ain't good you can't tell me that hard work don't pay off you cannot tell me i'm sitting here with taylor park come on speak it and, and, and what and she's with Ariana Grande and she's sitting there watching the set like yeah it gave me very brandy it gave me very like ocean I'm like baby do you don't tell me this and she's like you know this girl has her eyes have experienced so much greatness any compliment coming from her is like you 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 are here Terry like what more do you want I'm mad Corona stop me from finishing uh getting and hopping and doing something more along with her on, on a tour. But God bless that if, if this happens, something else can happen, but people have to be able to open up and say, I see opportunities opportunities there. And I think Chloe and Holly executed that well. Another black R&B alternative artist that people was not showing any love to that made people see who the fuck they was. And people are now like yes. loving them. I hope they win that Grammy. I pray to God they win this Grammy this coming up because that's the only reason I'm gonna be yeah. watching. 
this buildup for this album, I think, was that the catapult. Like, I loved the kids are all right. I loved everything before I me. Mean, sugar, um, sugar. Was what was so it? I loved that. Um, two. Yeah, I loved it. So, the buildup to this album, I think, mm-hmm. was the. Mm-hmm. It was the thing. I, I didn't love y'all. <laughs> we listen to music. The kids, no. are, are, the, the kids are already was like it's like 2018 was a good year because of that motherfucking album. Even their EP, yeah, the sugar. Um, what was the? I forgot the sugar one. Forgot the name of that. The EP but you can then. you can tell a person a musical ballad when they name something. It's like you listen to that. Like you oh. you you just don't understand. Like that is amazing that you said do that. Y'all, and I thought, do y'all like Janelle Monae? I love I love oh, Janelle Monae because the audition was like. From there you, to forward, like. I, <laughs> do you remember you let the, uh, De- Devin? You had me listening to uh, "Carry On." Get over I was in the house like. I was, and I love because I like I am obsessed with like you out of the box. Like when I hear somebody go out of the box, bitch. Like Disney out of the box. I live <laughs> for it. I love when Willow did it. I love all that. I love when I listen to a song and I cannot. I don't know when I when I don't know what which what music where where you're at. Yeah, it's like it's like a euphoria for me. I'm like, thank I God, I, you. I don't know where yeah. the box you in. So I'm a little. So, so I hear y'all mention a lot of black female artists. I do not hear a lot of male black artists, and I don't know why. I and let me tell. Can I give a perception on this? Yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of black male artists are the same. Um, yeah. they get de- that I call it the trade songs era or where. Or Chris Brown era where they're over sexualized and they're very like baby, baby, sex, sex, sex. And they're doing everything the girls are doing, but they're just taking their shirts off. And on the, it's always a grind, you know, yeah. but artists who are like aesthetic and being artistic and doing like yeah. vibes, it's always like, I don't get it. Like, why were you hanging upside down? And why were you yeah. like singing? It's like, oh, okay. I, damn, you're right. Though. I almost died. I get into for, it because. There is music like Samad. I I love Samad. And like Frank Ocean is my favorite artist by all, like everybody who knows me besides Ariana Grande, because you know she's mainstream. But I love Frank Ocean because he I came out to his music. But then like I know like I said, I do know of like Elijah Blake and I know like of Christian Kristen Lear. However, like there is I don't know why it starts to get I think for me, I need to hear black queer men. Like I yeah. it, it, really? I do get to that point. I do because it's like I they are start, there's a lot of men, they start to feel like they're on assembly line. They all mm-hmm. want to be sex. They all want to be this person. Like, I'm starting, like, Givian. I'm liking Givian. Givian, Givian needs to give me an album now. His his projects, real nice. But it's, I need something that does not sound like I'm listening to Trey. When I close my eyes, I'm listening to Trey's songs or Chris Brown or Mario. I don't need that anymore. I can go to them. I need us to, I need to hear me in songs now. I love Sir. I really yeah, know. I, I didn't. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I I I love sir, and then um, forgot his name, and I just literally just blanked. Xavier Omar. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. We listen so to we it. Got him. We got him. <laughs> we just don't. We they're not so the first ones we that come to mind, and that's yeah, unfortunate. They're always they're always like this. You know why? I feel like, in my opinion, because black male artists are scared to be dramatic, and I I get when you say gay, you need to see somebody in, you know, but like. I I don't, I know it's a problematic person I'm about to mention right now because y'all did not mention his name, but Tajik Hall. How do y'all feel? Uh, <laughs> I've seen him in concert so many times. I just I've met him oh. before. 
I just he is not, he doesn't like black men. And that's another okay. thing. I just, See, just, it's always individual. it's always the white it's always the white man that gets the, the ones you like. But I mean, so Very I mean, talented. that's what that's what I feel like. Nice gowns. I feel like we're just gonna say, but God bless. <laughs> I didn't um, say it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I feel like that's what it is. I feel like a lot of male artists are very afraid to be storytellers because they're going to get that gay yeah. gay thing tagged to them and then you get thrown into this box and then people are like, well, ain't he gay? He ain't gay? Oh, my bad. Let's, well, we already wrote that article, so too late. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are going to throw you in that box anyway. Like, er, black people can't go number one on regular radio. It's only on urban radio where you hear about Tamar Braxton's number one on Urban AC Radio or Seven Streeter, number one on oh, Urban Radio, but Ariana Grande is like number one, you know, American Radio, yeah. pop radio. So it's it's very weird. Like I just she feel has like a black woman behind R&B. her. I'm looking. And Ariana her. Grande is R and B. Like she's R and B to me. She just like you said, her songs are just I don't like because they're coming from black women. No disrespect. But she's true. That's true. It is. Um, However, I did Park, like her when she was black. Women. Yeah, however, because I know we going in, she she does not exude R&B. She can no. sing, by all means. She is talented. We will yeah, give her that. But you, if you hear, if she, okay, so ghosting, right, or in my head, you if you hear Victoria Monet singing it, Taylor Park singing it, and Ariana Grande, it will be three different complete songs, but like Taylor and Victoria will have that sultry thing. Victoria, yeah. I mean, Ariana Grande can tra- is trained in it. I, she can't add what, what I think like go into praise and worship I can't see her doing that with an R&B song like like Fantasia the bitch can take off them shoes and start running around the stage Tamar running around the stage Keisha Cole mm. the girl got fish fry going all over the grease all over the place so it's just <laughs> Levin Kali mm. but you know I thought that I thought it was always interesting like yeah. There's a not that people don't pray. So when I saw that R and B category was all men, I was like, oh wow, because I I initially thought it was gonna be all females anyway. I didn't think it was gonna be. I didn't think it was gonna be any girls. Oh, Masego, yes, his 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 polo was it. Pink sweats. We just dropping names. Don't pink play sweat. pink sweats. See, no, no, I won't try to drop names because this is what Black <laughs> Boy Joy is about. I I'm feel like. I love, I I will, will love, and I feel like everybody feel like it's been a man's world for a very long time, but it's a different generation. I feel like yeah. men, black men, um, uh, black gay men have up limited, Lucky day. uplifted these. <laughs> <laughs> you were not going to roll. Good. That was good. That was a good one. Yeah. Has uplifted, you know, black women and helped them get to this level. And I feel like yeah. now, um, even when Tiana Taylor said, like, all I see is dick coming down the category, it's like, damn, T, like, let guys flourish. Like, I would feel bad if my name was on that nomination. Like, fuck, like, I mad she didn't get nominated, but it's like, I don't know why right now men artists, especially R&B male artists, are not the forefront in your head. And I think because their 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 aesthetic are becoming the same. And I think I don't I don't get it, but hopefully, um, I'm gonna do me. And I'm going to grow and I'm going to do everything. My next video is going to be for Urban Dictionary. And it's going to be giving very P-Valley, very, um, very, um, very Dawson's Creek, very Riverdale. I want to tell this story of what Urban Dictionary is actually about. Because Urban Dictionary is, I like to call my ghetto love story. Because when you think about the Urban Dictionary, 
you you think about the what you're doing. If you actually look it up, if you type in WYD in Urban Dictionary, they have baiting call, fuckboy call, mm-hmm. late night text. If you look up chill, you see um like dating, low key dating, fucking. Oh, can I say fucking? Yeah, I we, say we don't get monetized. We don't get monetized on YouTube. Hunching, like we like to say in the south, hunching. Um, um, that kind of thing. Um, so I really want to express that, show that, show that vibe where, um, you know, everybody in, has been in the urban dictionary type of setting where, you know, all we did was just chill. And you know what I mean by chill, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I want to show that because when you think great sweatpants, what you think about? Dick. When you think about. <laughs> this is the real thing. Oh, sorry. When you when you think about no for real when you think about um girls wearing their tights you think and, and got a bag that, that's their whole bag you know they're not mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying they that's Urban Dictionary and I feel like I wrote this song to just kind of like urban it's open up and I want to display that I want to display my owl element I'm looking to everything I was talking to my manager I was like I want I want FX effect I want my eye to turn into an owl eye I want stripper pole I want black as fuck it needs to, it has to be shot in Houston it has to have this aesthetic to where it's like Terry we here they got to see the song you know Beyonce does the South Side. She does it in the no, no, no video. People don't even know that she's doing a Houston, Houston Southside dance. You know what I'm saying? That is a thing. Y'all see Beyonce doing this? That's the Southside. That's very. She tasty. always does that on tour. She gotta hit that shit. Oh, she gotta hit that shit. That is Texas. Beyonce oh, yeah, is poor ghetto Texas, and I love it. I want to make sure poor ghetto Texas. <laughs> I want her to. I want people to feel that that ghetto love story, and I want people to. You know, be like, shit, I think I've had an urban dictionary one time. I think it was just a summertime. Remember when we chilled, you know, with Keisha or with Mike or we kept it on the low? But it's a ghetto love story because it's like when you dating somebody and you just keep it low key, it's a situation shit. But you kind of getting your feelings about it. And it's kind of like you don't know what it is, but you're kind of like, okay, we just chilling. You know what I mean by chill. So it's just like a fun for the summer. We only, we was only for the summer type of situation, only for the <laughs> winter. <laughs> we were only for the, you know what I'm saying? But I think I just seen um, a TV show the other day when the guy was like, um, we chilling. And I was like, so we not, a, the girl was like, we, so we not a couple? Like, you gonna tell people we no, not a real relationship? I was like, me. yes, I, I did that. And that to me is like perfect because I could have made any other song and made it sound like any other thing, but I'm, Urban Dictionary just came out perfect. It came out great. So, you know, as, a, as an R&B artist, I want to expand myself and hope that people will grow with me and allow me to show that creative side. But, you know, you all spend so much money on this video and no disrespect, it will get like 5,500 views because it doesn't really have that push. But it really take these platforms like you guys, meeting with you guys, people grabbing y'all audience, them like, hey, I liked him. I didn't like him. I thought he was trashy. I thought he was talkative. I thought he was whack. I listened to his music. He talked way too much game. And the music wasn't even all that. It wasn't snapping. But you never know. Saying, you never, lie. never, never know. You never know. But I love y'all. So I appreciate that. Before we close out, because I had two more, I wanted to shout out Thundercat and Serving with Lee. And that's it. Come on, Thundercat. Um, I love Thundercat. Oh yes, you said oh, the last one. Okay, sorry. 
<laughs> who, who's the last person you said? Was it Thundercat and Blood Orange, or did you say Thundercat and Supplements? Oh, Kyle Dion. <laughs> I would like to shout out Jordan Bratton. I don't know if y'all know who Jordan Bratton mm-hmm. is. Jordan yeah. Bratton. Um, I haven't listened to ooh. him. In, I haven't listened to him since 2016. Wow. I was trying to go on tour with him. I think when he was on tour with Jasmine Sullivan, people thought that was me. <laughs> so I was getting followers, and people was like writing me like, "I saw you last night." I said, "Was like uh, you saw me? Like, aren't you on tour?" And so when I, when I, that's how I was introduced to him. Folks like they thought it was me, and I was like, "Wow, he's very much like a little Terry Bright. Very much, and he's an Aquarius, so we both Aquariuses." Yeah. And then we talked online, so we like kind of cool, kind of not cool, but he's on a he off the radar because you know once again R&B male artists are not getting that push and he just dropped not. projects and he's like this like y'all ain't listen to this shit like i'm putting my heart sweat and tears in records and y'all aren't even pushing yeah. it or trying to listen to it so once again this is why i'm here because i'm a black boy and i'm a ghetto black boy from the south come I'm on also a hippie but you know i think that's my black boy joy and i think y'all will be able to see that in in me sorry my thing said 20 percent okay. So you know, guys. No, we we this is we wrapping up. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's why I'm, I'm excited. So hopefully, um, everyone go listen to my music. It is available everywhere on streaming platforms everywhere, and you guys, congratulations on you guys' platform. I made sure I stalk y'all. Make sure y'all remember me. And I was like, y'all, the date wrong. Is it the third or is it the tenth? Because I'm beat up regardless. So. <laughs> No, I we appreciate it. There was definitely like we yeah, it was we were definitely here for it. <laughs> we no, definitely... I appreciate that. I wanted to support you guys and I didn't know if y'all wanted my support, but I wanted to be there. We and, want all the know. support we can get. Yeah. We yeah. there's no bad blood. This we don't we don't disrespect. <laughs> so yeah. you gave um you shouted yourself out already. I, we were <laughs> is there yeah. Devin, you wanna do it? You did social media, did I hear that? Um, Instagram is at Terry Bright, oh. Twitter's at Terry Bright, um, Facebook at Terry Bright. When I get that blue check bar, it'll be official because there's so many Terry Brights in the world, but guess yes. who only has the domain for Terry Bright? I know Me. that's fucking right. Come on. I thought my apologies. I thought you I thought you literally shouted out yourself, but you said all, on all streaming platforms. It was amusing. My bad. That's so first crazy. of all, yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Dang, you dang, he drunk. That's time for us to get done. Girl, he fell right into the hot chocolate. Don't do that to me. I am not Dr. Heavenly. <laughs> Come on, Mary to Medicine. So thank you for being with us um today, Terry. So if you all would like to continue a conversation with me on my social media platforms, you can hit me up on Instagram in Twitter at underscore Lord Every. That is L O R D E V E R Y. And you guys can follow me on Instagram at Derwin King. That's D E R W I N K I N G. And on Twitter at Free Negro. That's F R E E N E G R E A U X. And if you all would like to continue the conversation on our podcast platform, you can hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at that black boy joy. And if you would like to be a guest on the show or write into us, you can hit us up in our G at our Gmail at that black boy And like we always say, please be so in love with who you are.